I go to bed before you, I'd say, most most nights. Other than the weekend, because I get up earlier than you. Would you say that's a fair assumption? I do. But every night I go to bed, Simon the cat, he always comes with me. Without fail. And what, is it? what day was it? Was it Wednesday? Tuesday or Wednesday? I got into bed. You know when you're having them nights? Yeah, he likes to sit on my pillow yeah, until he comes I come up. to bed. We have this routine. I go to bed, right? I get into bed and I just tap on your pillow and he just jumps on and he just sleeps there. But I was really struggling to go to sleep on whatever night it was, Tuesday or Wednesday. And uh, I managed to drop off to by about midnight. And about half past midnight, I just heard this. <laughs> and it was, and he just, and he puked on, on my pillow. So it wasn't all that bad. I mean, it was. It you was know. on my pillow. I mean, the savage night. And then, then it completely disturbed my, my sleep pattern. I couldn't, that was it. I was, it I couldn't was, sleep then. It was, uh, and then all night. You came downstairs and I could hear you faffing about upstairs and I was still awake. <laughs> and um, I was like, what's, what's he doing? What's you know what? I was going to leave it there. I was going to let the six down on your pillow. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, no, no you can't do that. Oh, just for a laugh. Just so no. <laughs> I'm always the one who like cleans up those like nighttime six because you usually go to bed first. And um, yeah. anyway, so just I was like... the whole bed down, little I was bastard. Like, and then, but then both of them were like fighting because after I come to bed, usually Simon will all be and they'll sit by the side of me. They don't like lying by you because you move too much and you knock them off the bed regularly. Yes, that's how I guard my they, space. That's they, how I guard my space. They tend to, to pick my side because I sleep, you know, in one position most <laughs> throughout the most of the night. And um, cats and, don't. And they were like, fat and, and they kept. Fighting, well, not fighting, but like they kept like both wanting to sleep next to me, and Bean was by me, and then I, I kept being woken yeah. up by like Simon like popping his head up to have a look, see if there was any space for him, and then popping it back down, going back to your side, trying to sleep on your side, getting knocked off, going back round, popping his head up. Cats don't give a fuck, do they? They just come and like, literally neither sit on of your us fa- got any good sleep. That they just night. come and sit on your head, like, no, or like lying between <laughs> your legs, and then they make you feel bad for moving because you don't want to disturb them. And then I have to tell myself, no, I'm going to work. You're just a cat. You You've slept spend the for whole 23 day hours already. <laughs> sleep, yeah. And then when you move them, they scream at you. She does. Simon doesn't. He's he just he just moves. He'll just get off as soon as you start to move. He'll move, but she will like scream at you if you try and move her and hiss at you. Animal six disgusting, isn't it? Having to clean that yeah, up. It's funny because oh, I'm like horrible. really, especially imme- when it first happens and it's warm and you're like, oh. oh. It's always terrible in the morning though when you've got to clean that shit up because you're like, oh, it's morning and I've got to clean. But the the thing is, I'm like super emetophobic, so I like really freak out when you just said some words that I don't know. It's like the phobia of people being sick. Oh right. And um, but when it comes to the cat sick, I'm fine. It's weird. Like you I love cat sick. I love the cat sick. Pick it up in your hands, rub it together. It's fucking horrible, isn't it? It's gross. I hope no one's eating their dinner. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. So that's that was fun. Little fox. I need to actually still put the bedding back on the bed. <laughs> lazy man. That's oh what no, we've been this week. We've been really lazy. Yeah. So what I've been doing though, we've been uh, en- um, joining a uh, uh, Burton's oh puffs yeah. groups, man. Well, it because was funny because there's a man. There was a listener, Daniel was, Green. Daniel Green, shout out Daniel. He uh, reached out on our Facebook page, saying that um, he commented on the episode, saying he'd heard that we were talking about 
puffs. Burton's puffs. Burton's yeah. puffs. And um, and he was like, oh, come join this group. He's reach out. Maybe reach out to the group, uh, you know, owner and see if if you can collaborate and get get Burton's puffs made. And I was like. Don't think we're gonna have much. I don't sway know if we're gonna have the much sway, sway there, but definitely want the puffs to. There's like even there. It's not nearly ten thousand people in the group yeah, they, to get these they crisps. Said they said they think they need to get to ten thousand in the group in order to start a petition. Oh, I'd say that. Eight, so I'd everyone say needs eight. to go. It's what's petition. it called? It's what's it? bring back um, Burton's puffs. Is it bring so back go, Burton's potato puffs? Go on, or just go and check out the um, the join that group bodies in barrels uh, thing and look oh, at what, the comment. Like, Oh that yeah, he yeah, left yeah, yeah, and you can find your way to the group. But go join it because they can get like they can get si- like sig- enough enough uh, people like, to like sign petitions. And they even said they'd like got uh, would people be willing to contribute to a Kickstarter? Yeah, cr- crowdfund. But apparently the machinery it. no longer exists. Does that's, it not? Or? No, that's what I was reading. That it doesn't like it's gone and the factory well, should shut down because can, it wasn't financially well, viable. I went deep no, into, not, the, no, into the puffs world. But they said that Burton's does like baked goods now. They don't make crisps anymore. Oh, all right, okay. I didn't so it's that still thing. a company, I think, that's existing. But they've, like you say, they've not got the machinery because it's obviously a very specific thing that they made um, to make it. But I'm sure they'll have plans or something somewhere to to be able to make the machine. If they made them, if they made them, Elon, s- let's get Elon involved to make space totally distracted plans to colonise the surface yeah, of yeah, Mars to save humanity and he just devotes puffs. his attention to cr- to crisps instead. It's not, yeah, puffs, come on. <laughs> Elon, if you're listening, let's get on the puffs. Oh dear. <laughs> Although you were saying, you probably, it's probably... Uh, what? It's not a very PC name anymore, is it? Puffs. Yeah. No, you can't call it puffs anymore. People, are, that's like I was saying last night. That's like calling, like calling Chris Benders or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> you can't do it. No. You'd have to call it snowflakes. Well, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but but I don't care what they're called. They could be called poop poops, as far as I'm concerned. But um, called puffs, man. They're just puffs. They're puffs of uh, beautiful air. Oh, definitely should bring back the puffs, man. But they taste nice with some tech on. They probably would. I bet they would, you know. You put them in a bowl and then just... Mush them all up. I don't know, because then they'd lose their crisp nature. I think you'd probably have to, like, yeah, but you dip might the puffs in the deco. Yeah, but if, if you just, like... Say if you got, like, a bowl of them and then put loads of tech on and just mix it no, up into, like, a paste, like oh, a tech puffy I've paste. Seen, I've seen this thing recently, which is, like... Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, like, a... I don't know. Oh, fucking... I'm not really down with the TikTok kids, honestly, but... I don't, um, I don't it's never like go what it's t- gone like TikTok viral What's is that? Um, making mashed potato out of crisps. What? So oh it's yeah. like a, oh it's come like, on, I'm with this. Yeah, it's like a, it's one of these things where you if you vote if you know if you've got um, minimal access to ingredients but you have a bag of crisps. Yeah, but but the thing is, how many you can make you can remake the crisps into mashed potato. I've always thought boi- this about by boiling the crisps and then like making them mushy. And they're mashing them, putting like ch- some cheese or butter or whatever in them, and they like make it like mostly decent hu- like mashed. Potato. People are like, it's not actually that bad. Well, it is just like potato, I suppose. It flavored just, potato. It's just it's just fried potatoes. So you just re like constituting it when you're it. Like you can get like a bag of crisps and it costs a quid. Yeah, and if you or actually you look at the weight, <laughs> and like it's like twenty five grams or something like that, you're like, well, a potato weighs five. Yeah, I mean, you could grams. buy a whole bag and of potatoes like, yeah. for the same price as a whole bag of crisps, and you could probably make twelve portions of of mashed potato out of those potatoes. But it's quite a potato orientated. I was going to how many like, times can I say potato really. in the uh, in this uh, intro? Bang into potatoes. Yeah. 
So uh, Teco, yes, get your puffs. Let's let's get puffs going and let's get Teco on them because that all tastes good, I'm sure. And then um, Retro Vague, of course. Um, naturally. Naturally, of course. I'm what? not wearing my Retro Vague top today. What I'm wearing no, you're is not, my... you're not. You're wearing your NASA. My I free, haven't worn 3D that for a while. printed Neil Armstrong EVA top. <laughs> it's not 3D printed. That's, it is. I remember when I was reading about it, it was 3D. No, it's, it's like printed it's as in it looks 3D. It's not thunders. 3D printed. <laughs> a 3D printer didn't print the top. Uh, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just a top It's quite deceptive. 3D. I put it on. I... Every time I put this top on, I put it on backwards for some reason. I don't know why. But it's, yeah. it's even got a hood. That's quite hard with the top with a hood to put it on backwards. Yeah, yeah, put it on and then like your hood's over your face and you're Ooh, Ooh, I can't see. Like an idiot. But yeah. it's a cool it does look it's it's actually very printed quite well. Like from see? a distance you'd think, Wow, that guy's wearing Is a he wearing suit? Neil Armstrong's <laughs> EVA suit? <laughs> it looks like it. But yeah, you haven't worn your hat. But you work you wear it regularly outside, but you f- keep forgetting to put it on for the podcast. Oh yeah, I haven't put it on for the podcast for a bit. Mate, I'm losing my powers, that's why. I've got to get back on this retro vague hat wearing podcasting. Yeah, you do. Um and then <laughs> 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 we've got um a nice little ten percent off code um for you if you choose to go and buy some shit. There's uh, links to everything in all the places. Um, so use code robots at checkout and you'll get 10% off your order. Imagine that. Imagine I mean, it's that. difficult to imagine and if you, it, if, but, you know, you know, if you can, it. use the link because that's like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That shows you that, shows Retro that you came from us, which is a good thing. Yeah, man. Do the thing. Do the thing. And also Psycho Apparel, again, very cool clothes. Different to Retro Vague, but... Um, He's my badge. Just oh, <laughs> he's, got, he's, got, he's got his little SKR badge. Uh, yeah, very cool. Um, sort of, I can't, it's very hard to describe the clothes. It's just like, it's not like, obviously retro. It's like they've got retro clothes, like retro 80s films. Psycho is like, just cool, It's the man. internal workings of Nicole Schmidt, Bosch's, Bosch's mind. mind. Yeah, it's got like, they got, she's just a very, very talented lady and has put down lots of cool designs on... Some clothes yeah. and accessories. She extracts ideas from her brain and then okay. materialises them in reality on fabric. Yeah. And then you can buy them after you've uh, expanded some of your effort at work, some of your time, and then they reward you with money. And you can translate that and directly have some of Nicole's imagination on your on body. On your body, yeah. If and you if, if you uh, likewise want to have some of our imagination on your body... <laughs> Then uh, go on over to uh, robotsforeyespodcast.com and we've got some merch over there for you. If Certainly you have. It. Certainly have. Um, so weekly um, a comp winner. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't chosen. You haven't chosen? No, Why? I forgot. Oh, you ch- oh no. <laughs> uh, we actually didn't do a competition this week. We just did some You know posts. what? Who can win it? The person's going to get the shout out next and that's going to be uh, uh, Leah, my jiu-jitsu partner, Leah. She can have a competition win this Let's week. Let's do that. She listens to the podcast every Saturday when she goes on her walks, which disturbs me because she's like one of the nicest, most peaceful <laughs> yeah, people it's ever. It's not really the most peaceful subject like, matter that we cr- cover, is it? So, yeah, Leah, you've won something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm happy about that. I'm glad I forgot. <laughs> I thought you would, but I wrote a name down here. I was like, I don't reckon. If Hannah hasn't done it, then I've got one <laughs> here. She's like psychic that I would have completely forgotten to do that that bit this week. Oopsies. Oh, right, man. Mind bullets. <laughs> Mind bullets. And uh, of course, we are part of the Podbelly Network. That um, we are. It's a very cool place to be. Go on over to Podbelly. Check out the directory because there's like 
crazy amounts of podcasts that have signed up to that to also if you've got a podcast submit but yourself to that yes yeah, submit yourself if you do have a podcast because you never do know and also then if you want to be part you want to see the cool kids yeah man like us come on like us come on because we're so cool come on uh you want to go on over to the network tab and um Peruse. Peruse the podcasts that are part of the network. So <laughs> there's a directory of podcasts which is just there and is cool, but also uh, the, you know... The, the hand-selected. The, the hand-selected... X-Men X- X- of the podcast world. The po- <laughs> what would it be? The, I don't know. The, coll- the collective of podness, podcast greatness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is uh, yeah, so that's in that network tab. Go there, check it out. Uh, there are other amazing podcasts in there, like um, a rock and roll beer, gu- beer guy. He and gets some massive guests. He does. He does. We say yeah. that every time. He gets he does. massive he guests. Gets some guests. And uh, my age podcast. So go and check those those out, yeah, uh, along with others. Um, and into their competitions, and, and you can win stuff as well. You see, yeah, hacking the system. Uh, you know, just give them some love. And people a think a lot of people, I reckon, when they listen to like podcast giveaway, like us saying that you can win some stuff, you, you, people are like, oh, I'm not going to bother entering because I won't win. But that you will. There's a lot of people on that network doing. It's not giveaways. hard to win our po- our. our um, it's not hard to win any podcast giveaway. If you, just keep, if you keep showing your face, you'll get. Yeah. You will. You just, will. You will get picked. You will get picked. The chosen one. And that's it. Okay then. We'll do a podcast then. Yeah. Thinking, I haven't looked at your laptop while you were downstairs. I haven't looked at it, but I, th- I think you didn't we're going look at it. No, 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 oh, no. I think we're going. Mu- I think we're going murder. Some, no, I think we're going. There's going to be deaths. Someone's going to die. And is it Alyssa Lam? Are you doing Alyssa Lam? No, you're not. No, you were mad for that last weekend. I was, and I will still do that. I think because it is. Uh because that's on Netflix, isn't it? Well, everyone like knows about what that is. Yeah, I mean, that one's like a well-documented, well-covered... Fucking internet law, I'm that just, is. I'm out of breath. I just ran up the stairs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. This goes to show lockdown is not doing me very good. Liggity lockdown. Um, do you, what, what no, do you I've gone Miss Marple this week. Miss Marple? I've gone, like, Poirot. I've gone a bit of... Oh, I thought you'd meant you were doing Miss Marple. Midsummer like, Murders. Like a, oh. I've gone, like, a bit murder mystery. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there was a like, murder, though. Yeah, murders. That, my, murder my, my mind bullets are on point this week. <laughs> Which probably because you saw the weapon, what? the gun, like no. or something in my, uh, no, in my notes. I said you, I, didn't, I, I didn't look at it now. Didn't look at it. It was just because of the old Alyssa Lamb binge that you went on last weekend. I was like, she's she's down. She's primed for I will a, do that. I will a good do that. stabbing now. Yeah, because I think that's something we can perhaps do like more of a conversational podcast around. Yeah, because there's no we point trying to go over all the details. Alyssa Lamb was a 22-year-old <laughs> show and everyone no, like, we fucking know now. Yeah, yeah. We just, know. Just discuss like what you think happened and yeah. what, what theory you believe because there's a lot of like internet sleuthing that went on with that. Did, I reckon it was a paranormal entity that possessed the body and then levitated nah, into I, a I'm, d- I'm definitely firm in the position but we can talk that's that we can talk about I don't know this is not what this podcast is about this week so yeah like I say I've got a bit murder mystery this week right so we've got a bit of gore a bit of murder but also a bit of mystery oh, Matt Belch we will can be like decide we decide at the end like whether we think the right person uh, went to prison or not oh right okay 
So, right. well, I mean, yeah, you'll find out. It's a, I, I find things like this fascinating because it's kind of like, I don't know if anyone will get this reference, a bit like, um, what was his name? What was that program where it was uh, that curly-haired dude comedian? What? Curly-haired dude comedian? Yeah, what was his? Oh, it was like... Uh, it was like a murder mystery TV program that was named after him, uh, and he was like a magician's. He what? would. <laughs> he can't what kind of crap are you? Jonathan watching? Creek. Oh, that Jonathan Creek. That was it. Oh, so yeah. there was like I don't. I mean, anyone outside the UK is probably going, "What the fuck is she talking about?" So am I, and I live in the UK. Jonathan Creek was. I like only a went series. Oh yeah, but that one, that one. It was a series that um, they did where like they'd get this. <laughs> stupid because they'd never do this in real life but they got this uh like magician's assistant who would create all of the illusions like and the machines david blaine character and yeah well like david blaine's like assistant oh okay and debbie mcgee no 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 debbie more McGee. like more like behind the scenes he would create all of like the illusions and the you know the, yeah like the i don't know the fucking debbie McGee, man. and um <laughs> I bet they used to get him and and a reporter used to like go to these murders and and like where it was, you know, one of these like impossible type murder deals where, you know, it was impossible to know how it, how it was done. So the police and would get figure it out. And get yeah, a magician they'd in. get a magician and a reporter in to you come to and help. Train your police up a little bit better. <laughs> You're getting Debbie McGee your, into solving murders. You need your detectives to like, to do a bit more uh, research because yeah. yeah, it was. Um, I used to love that program, but it's kind of you similar. You used to watch those weird things like that, like Columbo. What was the other one you no, used to oh, watch? No, they, my mum and dad love all that stuff. Midsummer murders, no. any murder mystery. My mum and dad are well into that, so I didn't necessarily watch it because it was my choice. So they're, they're into murder podcasts as well, but they just don't know it. No, because I think I feel like when it's real, they're probably it, all that shit's not real. It's fake. I bet you it. No, it'll be based on something, surely. No, probably, yeah. If someone gets Miss, stabbed. What it was it? Real, murder she wrote. They murder loved that she one. Wrote. Fuck you know. <laughs> Columbo, that was my dad's That's one of my the dad's favourite. Fellow, isn't it? The, the one with the funny eye, yeah. 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 Reminiscing. Anyway, reminiscing. So I'm gonna set the scene. Go on. It's kind of it might be quite a long one because there's a lot to get through, but Doesn't matter. so um imagine the most picturesque chocolate box British farm. Are you you got that in your head? Imagining that I am, but I don't know why they call them chocolate box. Because that's what they used to put on cho- the front of chocolate boxes. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it mm. always goes. That's a chocolate box or, house. Like it looks or like a, um, it's like a brick and mortar. Chocolate house, box, chocolate box, or uh, what's it? A shortbread tin. Shortbread tin. Yeah, like tins of shortbread. They always seem to have like pictures of nice farm yeah, houses on the front. I've got you now. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and so you get somewhere close to what White House Farm looked like. Um, okay. It was a beautiful uh, house located in a well f- house on a farm. Uh, located in the village of uh, Tolshant in uh, Dar- Darcy in Essex. Okay. And uh, it was a beautiful double-fronted house um, sa- situated in a lovely farm setting that so had like little out, you know, these sort of... Is this involving know. farmers or is it just like this is, is one of the... involving, yes. Well, oh. involving the people of the farm, yes. Right, okay. So the occupants of this house uh, were a couple named Neville and June um, Bamber, Sorry. an older couple. Yeah, um, you, I mean, the names there, you're like, you're World War Two. World War Two? No. <laughs> no Neville. Neville. <laughs> and, um, on all, and this has happened in the this has happened in the 80s, so they're like, you know, probably, they probably actually were like World War Two kids. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so on August 7th of 1985, great year, uh, at 3.26am in the morning. Very precise. 
I don't know why I said in the morning because that's what AM means. It usually anyway. does. It usually does. A young man named Jeremy Bamber, so the son, the adopted son of Neville and June, yeah. called uh, the local police station right. and reported that his father had just phoned in, in, you know, in a sort of frantic manner to say that his sister was going berserk and I think they were both adopted, these children. They weren't like blood related to, the, but they were both adopted. They'd adopted two children. Sound. As, and uh, with a semi-automatic rifle. What, his sister was going mental with a semi-... semi- uh, apparently, yeah. That's So that's, Jeremy called, the police said... Are you getting a semi-automatic rifle from in England these well, days? Well, they had in the one. 80s? In yeah. the I suppose house. farmers do. Yeah, yeah. Always need a semi-automatic rifle in case then you've got to protect yourself from well, them rabbits, badgers or some shit. <laughs> Those te- like I saw something on the news the other day. Random side note that a bad like this house and the badger was just coming into yeah, the yeah. cat flat. Be like, what the fuck? Because badgers are really elusive creatures. Never seen a living badger. No, I've always seen them dead ones on the side. The side <laughs> yeah, and they get bloaty and the legs poke up. <laughs> really sad. Yeah. It is. They do. It is. Yeah. So police among uh, sorry, along with Jeremy made their way to the farmhouse, completely unawares of what they would find. Um, all they did know was that Neville, um, June, their daughter, Sheila, who had a long documented history of mental illness, uh. and her two six-year-old um, twin sons were in the house. So, at, the f- this, uh, okay. At the time of... So there's well, there's reason for the police to there. be concerned now. Go, Those so are the people that were in the house. Some around with a semi-automatic gun. There's kids in the house. Yep. It's, yeah, it's a bad situation. Yeah, th- that the house had ropey. weapons in it, along with the ammo that, that in, to go with it. The fuck? Um, and that they'd received a call saying that his sister had obtained a firearm and had lost the plot, basically. Um, so Jeremy recalled that the phone had gone dead mid conversation with his father as well. So, like, someone, what he said was it was like someone had. You know, on those old phones, yeah, it's not like he's got that shot. little thing yeah. on the top where you put the phone. The and it, it yeah. stops the your call. So someone had like pressed that basically, and, it, and he, the call had been like stopped. Well, it's not. It's not like he got shot because you would expect the receiver just to go clunk, 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 onto the floor. Yeah. And you'd hear, oh my god. Yeah, ah! yeah, yeah. It's like, and then you could hear <laughs> shit in the background. No, it was just like it, the call. Like he was saying stuff, and then the call went. The line went yeah. dead. So. Um, the police finally... Which is, which is creepy as well then, because you're like, what happened there? Who yeah, did yeah. that? Did someone just go put the phone down? Or so, of course, because there was firearms involved, lots and lots of police came, were involved and they SWAT all got... Teams. SWAT team shit, yeah, came came to the house. And the police finally broke into the farmhouse. Um, they found the worst case scenario, unfortunately. Everyone's dead as fuck. With several dead bodies and the scene of sort of carnage. Yeah, I mean... Um, Neville's corpse bludgeoned and shot bludgeoned and shot someone was angry lay downstairs in a pool of blood it appeared that he had been shot upstairs but then had and been beaten there'd what? been some kind of struggle yeah he made his way downstairs and then shot again he was a farmer was he this neville bloke the guy that he's the guy so that he's a burly bloke he's a strong man then isn't yeah he? apparently big you know quite healthy in his i don't know 60s i guess yeah. um six over six foot it's a big like lad, a big lad okay. yeah yeah, yeah. So, okay, that's what made me. You said he was beaten. I was like, well, all right. But okay. yeah, beat, beaten badly as well. Could have like, sh- shot him, then back, then you know that put him down, and then just club, clubbed him to death with a with a gun. Well, didn't know the shots, the final shots, is what killed him. Whoa! So he got in a fight. So then. he got shot upstairs, beaten, and shot downstairs. <laughs> not a good day. Not, not a good day. day for, not for good. Not for Neville. Well, not for any of them, to be honest. <laughs> uh, June, Neville's wife, was bullet riddled. 
Um, Bullet riddled. Her body was found in the bedroom uh, upstairs and Sheila's twins each had been shot several times also. Yeah. What? In the head whilst in their sleep. One of them still was had his was sucking his thumb. So he'd been shot Ugh. whilst, like, completely You know, completely when, you hear, like, when you hear that, you like, shot two people in their sleep. You're like, well, okay, I get the first person being shot. Bang, you're dead. And then doesn't the next that's, one wake up well, and this, go... That's actually very integral to the whole Well, that's what I mean. Case. So we'll get they to drugged. that later. No, no, no. No drugging. Well, no, because none of their none of their bodies had drugs in them. Even Sheila's. It's just like a real quick bang, bang. Well, she had. She had some like antipsychosis medication, which right. was just her medication because she was mental. You know, she had mental illness. She's a moffat. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, she Sheila was also in the same bedroom that her mother was found. Yeah. Um, and right. had been shot twice. What? Uh, in the throat. Well, oh, I say she shot herself in the throat. She shot herself in the throat. Well, the theory is, I mean, we'll get to all that. Let's just. It keep doesn't it seem like a sort so of. So she'd been shot shot twice. Uh, through, uh, you know, up through the the neck. She tried to do Kurt Cobain. Yep, and um, and was clutching a twenty two rifle and the Bible on the floor. All so right. that's you know, She's, you can yeah. put some kind of mental. She's a little idea read of the old book that. of uh, book of book truth, of, and then book of truth, and then shot. Swallowed the gun. So uh, when Bamba roll, was uh, Jeremy Bamba was inter- interviewed right. uh, at the scene of the crime, he appeared genuinely distressed. Well, I'm not surprised. And was think about that. His whole family just he's gone to check the room. There's two dead kids blasted in the no, head. No, he didn't check it. The police did. He didn't go to the house before. Oh, was oh, right, wasn't he no, then? No, okay, no, sorry. No. Right. So he he wasn't in the house. Yeah, I know he you was, said he called him, but I thought he'd yeah, be, he, he was gone around. He was separate. He lived nearby in the, in the village nearby in yeah. his, one of his dad's houses. He dug around. Stay. His dad was quite. They were quite wealthy family. Sounds it. Uh, big farm, you know, well well respected by the local community, especially June, and lot. You know, they had lot like that. He'd obviously got some ownership over some housing in the in the village, and so it sounds and Jeremy lived in one of them. It sounds like it sounds like it's the. Uh, it's it's the the daughter, isn't it? At the moment, yeah. At the moment, yeah. She's she's the prime suspect at the minute. And to kill her own kids. Was she married at all? Was she, she like? Was. Okay, she was. Was she was married and divorced? No, she had already been divorced. Right. Uh, she was a model. So oh, she was right. very beautiful. Fit. Um. And well, she'd been no. She had tried to make a, a living as a model, and it. I don't think it was very successful living. Well, she'd taken. You know. But she lived in London. Give me money because obviously fit. this is Essex, so it's sort of like the sub- suburbs of Essex, London. Man. And, um, yeah, she had um, a lot, you know, had a long, a sort of lifelong issues with mental illness mm-hmm. and losing the plot a little bit, schizophrenia. So she was properly, like, mentally, you know, ill and had been, uh, you know, treated for, it, treated for it for a lot, a long time. So you think crime sold. Yeah, looks so like it. Mur- the murder weapon. Uh, so Neville kept several guns right. in uh, the f- at the farm. He was reportedly uh, very careful with them, according to the staff that worked at the farm, uh, cleaning them after use and made sure not to leave them just lying around willy-nilly. You can't. He locked them up in his gun cabinet. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. The murder weapon was uh, a twenty-two Anschutz, Anschutz, don't know, semi-automatic rifle. If that means anything to anyone, (laughs) Uh, model five two five. Right. Which Neville purchased. So like a low caliber hunting rifle, that is. Yeah, That's what I yeah. think. Someone um, would be like, "No, it's not. It's a high-powered nice sniper high- rifle <laughs> that you use in combat in Iraq." Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, which I think they say Neville purchased on the 30th of November in 1984. So he hadn't had that gun very long, uh, about six to seven months, uh, along with um, uh, Parker Hale silencer, uh, telescopic sights and ah. 500 rounds of ammunition. So that's how the kids end up getting blasted with their well, thumb stuck in their mouth. Had but, a was, but the gun was found without the, the silencer on. She went out with a bang then. She took it off and bang! Yeah, okay, but still doesn't all add up because it wasn't found anywhere near her. Wow. So I'll get, we can get into that. Yeah. You can, let's, we, we can make, make these decisions at the end. So the rifle used... Um, cartridges which uh, were loaded into a magazine that held yeah. 10 cartridges yeah 25 shots were fired during the killing 25 and how um, many people were dead there was the, the five. Uh, five including the woman that did that yeah and so it's one suicide four deaths. shots all shots hit their target 25 fired 25 hits well it'd be pretty hard to miss wouldn't it with a hunting rifle at close quarters not if you don't if you're not very au fait with guns or if you're getting attacked or if you're in some kind of mental psychosis You'd think you'd just fucking, fl- you'd be flinging around, you'd be panicked, you'd be running, you'd be... It's a good point, because if you s- say like, say there's four people in the house, and then somebody, say there's five people in the house, and then someone gets a gun and shoots one of you, you'd, you'd think that the other three would engage in some sort of battle, and there would be shots fired that miss. That's what you'd think. Yeah, yeah. There was clearly a struggle between like Neville shot and, you, then you'd, you'd and the assailant, like with, it, you know, Sheila, apparently. If someone shot me in, in the house... Right, and I was dead. I would imagine you'd probably realise at that point that you're going to die and you'd do everything you could. To, yeah. And then probably like just push the gun or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think, you know, ha- happened with Neville is right. that he was the last... But no, but... Mi- that no. Got to oh, okay. The last yeah. person that would have got to. But anyway, let's, let's just... just we'll, we'll take it one step at a time. Yeah. Um, so apparently... Um, so this, this means, right, that yeah. there's 10... So 25 shots, that means it would have had to have been reloaded twice during the... That's a good point, yeah. To, ...during the shooting. Um, Why didn't and they get rushed? You what, sorry? Why didn't they get rushed in, in, in the reload, you know, like in the oh, films? Well, where they're yeah, like, I mean He's reloading, get him now! Yeah, exactly. So the gun became progressively harder to load, apparently, as the number of cartridges increase, increases. So um, ha- apparently loading the 10th was described as exceptionally hard to do. So it wouldn't have been a quick... Yeah, because the spring... It wouldn't have been a quick reload. That's what we're trying to say here, is it wouldn't have taken just five seconds just to reload a cartridge. It takes... It was hard to do. So the rifle was used, um, apparently, to shoot rabbits uh, with the silencer on and the telescopic sights attached. Yeah. So that was the usual... Like, that was the standard use for that gun. Um, Apparently, a screwdriver was needed to remove the sights... Yeah. Off the gun, but they were normally left in place because apparently it was very time-consuming to realign them every time. So Neville just kept the sights on the gun. Yeah, I guess I get yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that's not, that's that makes sense. As long as it's all in the safe, it doesn't matter if you leave nah, the sights and the silence are on. Ticking it, yeah. It's like so a Neville's uh, nephew, apparently Anthony um, Parg- Pargetta, visited the farmhouse uh, around the twenty-sixth of July. So this is about a month before this, right? Um, Right. And and said that he had seen the rifle with the sights and the silencer attached in the gun cupboard on the ground floor of the house in yeah, Neville's office. Yeah, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't a month mean anything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, Bamba testified, Jeremy Bamba, so yeah. the, the son, testified that he visited the farmhouse on the evening of the 6th of August. Um, oh, wait, not even a month. It was a couple of weeks, a week or so. Well, 26th of July, he'd seen the gun with the sights and the, yeah. the, the silencer on. Yeah. So Jeremy said he'd been to visit the night before um, and he had actually loaded the gun 
the, the magazine because apparently he'd heard rabbits outside. What? Um, he left, uh, didn't, went outside with the gun, didn't find the rabbits. So came back in and left the fully loaded gun um, with a full magazine. So that was why it was only reloaded twice because it was apparently Ooh. fully loaded. Well, he's not responsible then, is evening. he? And a box of ammunition on the table. It sounds so like, because before you're saying like he's a responsible gun owner. So he's loaded. No, not Neville. This is Jeremy. Yeah, but Neville's son what, what, had taken the gun the night why before. Why didn't Neville do something about that loaded gun on the table? Well, you think he'd go right? Well, we need to put the gun back don't in really the know. cupboard. And I know. All we'll I do, know. all we do know, is that there had been some conversation, some argument between the the parents and, according to Jeremy, the parents and that evening and Sheila about having her sons put into foster care because. Of her mental she's illness and her, her inability to like properly take care of her sons. But it sounds like it's going down that route. She's losing her head and was like, fuck it. You know what? Yep. You're not yep. taking my kids. I'll take everybody out. Yep. So Sheila had um, come to visit her parents uh, three days before the uh, incident on the 4th of August. Um, she took her boys there to spend, because it's a lovely, beautiful farm, yeah. you know, nice perfect for two six-year-olds to kind of run around shitloads of land run around yeah man. and get get look at frogs and stuff frogs <laughs> specific it's a, it must, it's a, f- a farm that deals with frogs frogs yeah so the uh farm's housekeeper apparently saw sheila yeah on the 5th of august um and noticed nothing unusual about her behavior uh, and she was seen the next day, so the sixth of August, the day before, right. uh, by with her two children, um, by other farm workers, Julie and Leonard Forks. Uh, and they, they said she's. They just reported that they seemed happy and were playing and were all. I suppose you if know, you have a psychotic break, it doesn't, doesn't, really it doesn't snap, mean, especially you, someone you can be with fine schizophrenia. A minute beforehand, yeah. and then just go right. That's it. I'm going to ham you to death, and yeah. then just start killing people. So Jeremy, Jeremy visited the farm, like we said, on the. Um, 6th of August yeah. and apparently he recalled later that Sheila and the boys uh, oh, so the parents and the Sheila had, t- had this argument about the boys being placed in foster care because of her mental health problems. The idea was to do this temporarily apparently had happened before. I don't really know why the father, I mean no. the father was, di- although they were divorced, he lived in London and he was taking sole care so he had taken Sheila and the boys to the farmhouse. He's so he was helping out. He, but yeah, the, the father is, of the boys was helping out. He drove them there, left them there to go back to London. Why? Why would you put the kids in foster care? Because I don't like, know if, you're that, like, that if they were your grandkids. Because or like I your, think the parents look, you'd look wanted after the, them, like a, a nice family in the village to help care for the boys, so they were close. But imagine being them kids though. Like it's I like, know. oh, we're gonna have to put you in foster care because you. I think the parents. I mean, you could come and live with us, but I think the, nah, you know they're, they're, sorry. Uh, they didn't live in the most stable situation. Doesn't you know? sound like I it. Think, I think shot to death. I thought that Sheila was dr- abused drugs. She was obviously you know not mentally stable. She would right. struggle with money. Because she didn't have a solid job, even though Neville helped her out a lot. And yeah. she also had some kind of friend who would help her out financially as well. Oh, yeah. Sugar daddy. Bit of a sugar daddy, maybe, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he says she was a model. Are you sure? Um, it said that Bamba and Sheila said they didn't seem, she didn't seem bothered by the suggestion of, that, of this, um, uh, you know, foster caring. And said she would rather stay in London. Oh, she didn't care then. Well, I don't know if she didn't care. I don't. I don't know. But that's what that's what was reported anyway. So, um, so Barbara uh, Wilson, who was the farm secretary, yeah, uh, apparently telephoned the farmhouse at nine thirty p.m. on the evening of the sixth, 
and spoke to Neville. She said she, he was quite short with her and Wilson was um, left feeling with the impression that she'd interrupted some sort of argument. Okay, so you can... It sounds like there was some grief going down. Maybe there was... Yeah, yeah there, there was, was something... There was some tensions yeah, going on okay. and she interrupted it. So she, you know, he said... He, he kind of obviously got building. off the phone quickly. Yeah. So apparently Pamela... See, what, it may not have been sudden then. It might have been a series of events that day between that family that yeah. led to this. Yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that she just went, fuck it, I'm a biscuit, give me the gun, bang, 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 yeah. killed everyone. So Pamela... Pamela. Pamela. Pamela Boutflower. That's a <laughs> That's fucking a great name. Pamela. Pamela Poutflower. Pamela Poutflower. Gene Bamber's sister. So. Dunno. Uh, also telephoned the house at that evening about 10 p.m. She spoke to Sheila, who said she said seemed quiet, and then to June, her her sister, uh, yeah. who seemed normal. So she said it all seemed like normal. Yeah, but people can black shit. Though. Yeah, of course. Can't they? Easy. So telephone these. So some telephone calls happened that night, um, and this was the logs that were made. Yeah. By the telephone companies, I guess. Um, so there was... So cr- these are like crucial bits of information, yeah, at least. There was one telephone line, apparently, to the house, as most houses have, and four telephones at the farm. What What year was this? this 85. Oh, so right. they're like... Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe yeah. a cord, you know, cordless. So that's one of the ones where one line into the house and four telephones. That Just means if someone's on the phone, then you, yeah, you pick you, it up, you hear yeah. their conversation. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So there was... Um, uh, so there was two in the kitchen. Two phones in the kitchen. Two phones in the kitchen. Rich a cordless bastards. phone that had like a memory recall feature and a digital phone. Um, but the cordless phone apparently had been sent away for repair. That was when you sent your phone away to get repaired rather than just buying a new one. They were so expensive. Um, and a phone was um, that was normally in the bedroom. So like yeah. just one of those receiver ones with like the, the buttons on the front or one of those little... Them dial ones, like that, yeah. it takes about 12 yeah, years yeah. to dial you the phone. Like and if you make like a mistake, you've got to put the phone down and start, <laughs> start again. again. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, ki- I tell you what, kids, you don't know. You, you don't know, know the pain. Kids these you? days, no, they have no idea the pain. Like, we had to in- to just make a phone call. Right, you do try that on a mobile phone. I remember and my, <laughs> get like, the last digit grand- wrong. My grandma had one of them. So, Yeah. So, it's actually one that looks like it's just there, like a fake pretend. That one's got buttons on it, though. No, it's got buttons on it. Um, yeah, because no one's going to actually make a phone that does that anymore because it's a stupid do. design. Yeah, they do. Man. People buy record players and all sorts of shit they do. these days. So, um, a f- <laughs> so anyway, that so there's a that sort of phone upstairs yeah. usually, and it had been taken downstairs. I'm guessing to replace the cordless one, but I don't understand why that would be because there was two phones already in the kitchen. So why they needed two phones in the kitchen? They're just gangster with phones with man. the same phone. Like I get it with a different phone. Phone like, files. The same they just phone love one. phones. I got loads. Love the phones. So uh, so f- telephone log number one. Um, apparently, caller self identified and identified as Mister Bamber. So this is Neville. Right. Um, the police log of a telephone call purporting to be from Neville uh, to a local police station at 3.26 a.m. on the 17th, 7th of August. Sorry, The log is headed, Daughter Gone Berserk, and says, and Mr. He- Bambers, White House Farm, Tolshant Darcy, um, Daughter Sheila Bamber, age 26 years, has got hold of one of my guns. It also says, Mr. Bamber has a collection of shotguns, um, four tens, and it includes the telephone number eight six zero two zero nine, which was the number 
at the time well, this for the sounds, White House farm. Th- well, this sounds then that I mean, what you just said then the f- the first thing, the first inkling of something going wrong He's was ringing. a call to At the cop shop, right? Yeah. And it was 3.26 in the morning and it was Big Neville and he's saying, my daughter's it's gone mad. She thinks she's yeah. running around thinking she's a biscuit and she's got guns. So that's that's it then, isn't it, surely? So if this telephone call was made by Neville Bamber, he did it. it confirms what Bamber's, uh, Jeremy yeah. Bamber was saying, that he received a call. Uh, the log shows that a patrol car, Charlie Alpha 7, was sent to the scene at 3.35 p- a.m., um, so it's like a few minutes, 10 minutes later. Yeah. They're, they're there. That's so telephone log two, uh, caller self-identified. Did that, co- did that cop car see anything? I don't know. It, it doesn't just drove say. past. It's all a bit, right, the police grossly mishandled this, so it, it does all seem a bit yeah, Sometimes odd. it does seem like that in, yeah. these, in these cases. Mm. Yeah. I Tele- suppose they're only big cases because they're mishandled. Yeah, yeah. So telephone log two, caller self-identified as Jeremy Bamba. Um, a different police log shows that 10 minutes later at 3.36, excuse me, a.m., <laughs> yeah. a caller giving him and um, giving his name as Jeremy Bamber rang Chelmsford Police Station. Uh, it is not known when this call was made. Uh, it's not known when it's made? Well, it says three... So apparently they're thinking that there's some, been some miss... Uh, well, do they not know where it was made? No, they knew it was made from Godlehanger. The caller Godlehanger. Goldhanger, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the caller said he was ringing from his home in Goldhanger and that he had just received a phone call from his father. So I, d- I don't know. They there's there's a ten minute discrepancy in here. That's why they're it's old saying it's technology, anyway. probably. Anyway, um, so he said that you've got to help me. My father just rang me. Said. Uh, please come over. Your sister's gone crazy and has got a gun. Uh, then, then the line went dead. Um, the call also the call also so said that his sister had a history of psychiatric illness and that there were guns at his father's house. Well, that, that so yeah, Neville's fucked up there because he shouldn't have called his son round. Well, this this isn't a why would you do all, that? This all ties in. Your your sister's you're gone already, mad with you're a already gun. Already picking up. Some of the things the police are like, well, why the fuck doesn't would you do that? Doesn't make sense that. You wouldn't so call your you someone call else, nine, an nine, innocent nine. person. Oh, your sister's gone mad with a gun. Any chance you could pot around and get shot in the yeah, head yeah, too? Yeah, as well. So the operator who took the call contacted the police information room and a police car was sent to White House Farm. Uh, Bamba asked to meet the police there. Bamba said he'd um, tried to call his father Jeremy, back, yeah. Jeremy Bamba, yeah, and could not get a reply. So okay. he tried to call back, no reply. Got radio silence inside the house. Yeah, uh, the second log shows that a different police car, Chal- uh, Charlie Alpha 5, was sent to the farmhouse. So, so there's some weird discrepancies between these. So they drove past, these. had a look, fucked off, and yeah. then his dad rang him. He just saw an empty house with yeah, lights and on. Then, yeah, and then he turned up and no one's answering the but phone. But then I don't know why a, a car, they wouldn't have gone knocked or I don't know. Well, it's, it's weird. That, that whole first call is a bit Somebody dodgy. Somebody rings a the cop shop one, up saying that the there's sig- a, someone's got a gun. You knock on the... You, you go in. Someone you don't just drive past. Door. Do you? And go... <laughs> I'll be waiting uh, for you. Lights are off. Sim's quiet. Because everyone's been shot to death. That's why. You need to go in. So uh, apparently a British telecom operator checked the line right. um, at the farm at 4.30 a.m. And the phone was Fucking off up. the hook. The later. line was open. Yeah. And a dog could be heard barking in the background. I bet you they didn't have any capacity to record what was that was so picked that up on that phone, did they? So so the phone receiver was dropped and everything that happened was, was happened being trans- transmitted down the phone line. Well, yeah, but I don't think that they didn't recall every fucking But they call. can't record it, can no. they? 
So not like a mobile phone no. or some shit today. No, so you listen to you, you're not so even using it. So they could listen it. through the line and hear it was open in real time. In it, well, this was an hour or so. Yeah, they so could after. only do it in real time. They but all they could hear was a dog barking. They can't go back in time and listen to Cause it. Because June had a dog that she pampered and loved, like you know, a child. Should have shot that too. So Bamba could not explain why he called. Um, what? So, th- so the, one of the questions was asked of Jeremy Bamber was, why did you call the local police station and not 999? After hearing that your sister had potentially gotten hold of a gun, why did you spend time looking in the phone book for a number for the local police station? Oh, that makes sense to me, though. Because if well, you he ring 999... Well, he said know, he thought it would make, wouldn't make much difference in terms of time, how fast they arrived if you called 999 or if you called the local police station. I get why you'd call the local police station, because so, they're closest to it. But it said in the phone book, underneath the police... Uh, it, sorry, underneath the police station, in, ca- in, this, in a case of emergency, please call 999. Yeah, probably should have done that. Probably, rather than just calling like the random police officer on duty in that police... You can see his logic, though, because if you call 999, you might you go, get a call centre in Edinburgh, yeah. and then they go, what's up? And you go, someone's getting shot 500 miles south, and they go, okay, we'll, we'll call, call that the police local station. Police station yeah. And he's like, well, I've got the number, I could have just done that myself. So he said um, he had spent time looking up the number, and even though his father had asked him to come quickly... He had first telephoned his girlfriend, Julie Mugford, in London. That's a bit weird. Then had driven slowly to the farmhouse. Okay. He also said he could have called one of the farm workers, but at the time had not considered it. Okay, so how I long did it take? Yeah, in yeah, a, yeah, I can get that. In a frantic... If you've got like some family beef and someone's got... Like it's, you don't necessarily want to just call any... Put yeah. You might want to keep it quiet, as quiet yeah. as you can. In Apparently case you can Neville was over. quite like that. He liked to keep it I, I get, I get that. So, so he called his girlfriend... Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe this isn't the days with mobile phones because you could imagine, like, if something like that was going down, you'd jump in the car and you'd bomb over, and on your phone you could call. Yeah, no, but you could call. Called her first. Yeah, before the police. Oh yeah, I don't know, man. But I'm just saying, if you're going to call, because you can't carry a phone around with you, then you would call someone. We'd just do it on the way and say, listen, yeah, I'm going to this place. Yeah, and yeah, something. Yeah. But he might have just done it at home. But why call her instead of... If it was yeah. that that bad and your dad was ringing you up going, this is funny, why call anyone? Just call the place and go. Yeah. So um, after the telephone calls, uh, Bamba and several police officers made their way to the farmhouse. Uh, PC Bruce, PC um, Mile, and PC Saxby all drove from Wigan Police Station and uh, apparently they passed Bamba... Yeah. Jeremy Bamber in the car. What? The officers on on their way, uh, in their view, said that he was driving way more slowly than they were. Was he pissed? He might have been pissed or some um, shit. Though Bamber's cousin yeah. Anne Easton Eaton, sorry, testified that uh, Bamber would normally drive very fast. Yeah, so he might have been, could have been drunk or something. Been, he could have been yeah, at the pub like, until 11 no, o'clock at night yeah, and then at 4am he gets a call from his dad saying your sister's gone mad. No, because he'd been everyone. at the house that night so he could hadn't been at the pub. He might have been, might have been, been pissed, man. He might have just been fucking hell. Yeah. Drive slow. <laughs> Young. I'm going to get done yeah, for... Yeah, fuck it. So apparently also dabbled in drugs a lot. So he's probably just stoned and <laughs> drunk yeah. and he's going to a murder scene, just panicking, going, fuck. Uh, so Jeremy uh, Bamber arrived at the farmhouse uh, short, not too long after the police. Um, then they all waited for the, a tactical firearms group to arrive. Um, Outside? Out- 
Yeah, they all waited outside. The house is quiet and they're outside. Yeah. Terrifying. Imagine that. Uh, yeah, apparently all the lights were on, which was not normal because you can't see anyone moving. It, You'd was be like, middle, oh, it was the middle of the night. Usually you turn the lights off to be asleep, wouldn't Unless you? you're doing like a mad mass shooting. Yeah. And then you want all the lights on <laughs> so you can see all the corners, man. Imagine being there thinking, fuck, why are um, the lights on and I can't see anyone moving? And, and clearly somebody went mental. So apparently they tactical group turned up at 5 a.m. So police determined that all the doors and windows to the house were shut, locked, Standard. except for the window. Oh, got the burp, sorry. In the main... <laughs> in the main... It's a lot more polite than Rob. Uh, in the main bedroom, so there's a first floor window open. That was the only... Well, there's nothing unusual about window. that. You've, no. okay, to it's me, that sounds like August. they've gone to bed and they've shut, they've shut the doors and the it's windows August, and they just they've just left the bedroom open. window open. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah. they decided to wait until daylight... Uh, before entering the house, which really? is seven fifty-four, which is like what, what odd, was this August? Yeah, it August, was lighted like half past four. Uh, yeah, it's weird. That's so that's odd. Fucking but anyway, lying. apparently just yeah. Why did you wait if someone's got a gun in there? I don't know. Go in now. So, well, they You're can't hear shooting. Lads, they yeah? just they've only got Jeremy. What Jeremy's saying at this point doesn't matter as gospel. Yeah, but you've had no because you've had Neville ring up the police station. Yeah, but that, I don't know about that call. That call's dodgy. Why is it dodgy? The police said that he rang. Well, it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't mean Maybe he didn't it do it and did duress. Oh yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah, so that's pop- yeah. The only sound they reported from the house was the dog barking. Was gunshots. It was loads of gunshots. <laughs> Twenty-five loud bangs, and we didn't know what it was before we just went outside. And this is a farm that's like in the middle of nowhere, so no one would have heard it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So while waiting outside, the police questioned Bamba, um, who they said seemed calm. Uh, he told them about the phone call Stoned from his, his father, mind, and that it sounded as though someone had cut him off. Uh, he said that he did not get along with his sister um, and asked whether she might have gone berserk with the gun. This is obviously Jeremy asking questions. Uh, the police had replied, I don't really know. Yeah, uh, you tell us, mate. It's your sister. How do we know? Um, he said that, you know, she's a nutter. She's been having treatment. So he wasn't being very friendly about so Sheila at this point. It's really, really PC back then, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? She's just a she's fucking nutter. nutter. She, mate, she's got like a mental disorder yeah. or something. She needs treatment. She's fucking mad. She's nuts. <laughs> so the police asked why Neville had called Bamba and not the police. Uh, Bamba replied to this that his father was the sort of person who might not want, you might want to keep things within the family. Uh, you know, so I get, that, yeah. like well, that. that's what I was saying before. You might it, not necessarily I mean, want to play. If you call the police, if your daughter picks up a gun and you and and like starts waving it around or something, and you're like you're Neville, you think if I call the police now, you're fucked. Your life will be fucked now. So he might have done the dad thing and just like palm the gun down and then ring his son and be like, listen, she's gone mad. If I call the yeah. police, it's over for her. Yeah, I'm trying to like protect her here. So, so um, Bamba told them that Sheila uh, was familiar with guns and that they had gone target shooting together. That's quite an important point later on to remember. Um, he said that he had been at the farmhouse himself the night before and had loaded the gun, uh, the rifle. So he's being honest about that from the start Nothing because he thought he had heard rabbits outside. He left on the t- kitchen table, fully loaded, with a box of ammunition Probably nearby. Probably shouldn't have done that. Police be like, what, mate? Come on. So um, after the bodies were discovered, um, a doctor, Dr. Craig, was called to the house to certify the deaths, um, which he testified later that he could... Uh, could have only occurred, could have occurred, sorry, any time during the night. So they pinpointing the time of death was difficult. Um, but they've had phone calls after half past. They know they were alive at half past three. 
They know they're alive at half past three because... Yeah, um, Bamba called. Yeah, yeah. Neville so called his son. He said Bamba appeared to be in a state of shock, broke down, cried and seemed to vomit. Uh, the doctor said told uh, you, Bamba told him... At, so and at this point, Bamba told... Um, told the uh, the doctor about this discussion the family had had the night before about the possibility of Sheila's sons being fostered. Seems like a bit so of a spark a, there. So there's a spark of, yeah. a, of an argument there. Yeah. Um, so you see how that would push someone. Yeah. So the bodies, uh, when police entered the house, they found five bodies with multiple gunshot wounds. Um, 25 shots had been fired in total, mostly at close range. Um, they said they found Neville's... Now, the way Neville was found was really odd. Um, they said they found Neville downstairs and the other four upstairs. So he'd obviously c- so he was strong enough to, whilst injured to come back down the stairs to he try was definitely shot get upstairs. help. Who knows? Yes. Or did, it, did yeah, they... Yeah, because all slugs were found, so they know where the shots, oh, certain right. shots were fired. So Neville... Um, the police said they found Neville downstairs in the kitchen... Yeah. Dressed in his pyjamas amid a scene that suggested there had been a struggle. Smashed up shit everywhere. So Neville's body's body was slumped. So he was slumped forward over an... O- so he was sat on an overturned chair. What? And he... Um, so he wasn't just laid Sat on, on an overturned chair. He wasn't uh, just laid up. Chair. Yeah, so he was... So there was a chair that had been overturned. He looked like he'd been placed. It was really weird. He'd been sat on this overturned chair and he leant forward and his head was resting on a coal scuttle thing that what's was a, by the what's a coal scuttle like, it's like a, a, a t- like a long th- thing that you keep coal in yeah, for the like fire yeah coal bin yeah yeah coal yeah, thing yeah um, okay so that so he's sort of like sat laid Slumped. forward with his head weird yeah resting on this thing uh in a pool of blood um and That's fucking weird uh, the fact that he's on a uh, sitting on an upturned chair yeah like You'd imagine sitting on an upturned chair is pretty difficult when you're alive but to like balance somebody on that yeah. when they're dead so the police said the chairs and stalls were overturned um, and there was like broken crockery around him. Is that a fight? A broken yeah. sugar basin, so sugar all Not over the, the floor. Not the sugar, fuck's sake. No, but there was, that's, that's again, it's like helpful later on. Oh, is it? Um, and what looked like blood on the floor, um, I'm ketchup. guessing. Ketchup. Or some jam. Could have been, been some preserves. Got, got, it's got a pre- no, maybe not over a preserve in the struggle. Yeah, maybe a plum come down, yeah, plum maybe. jam. Yeah, um, maybe. farm. A ceiling light lampshade had also been broken, so there's clearly lots of like the gun craps. barrel got pushed up, smashed. Yeah, grabbing of a gun barrel. Who knows? Uh, so a telephone was lying on the surface with its receiver off the hook. Yeah. So it's not off the hook. It the line was open. Remember, so yeah. this receiver had just been taken. So the line was connected and open. Okay. Yeah. Um, and several twenty-two shells. So someone rang it. out then. Did someone ring out when that was happening? I don't, I don't, who knows? But if it was open, it was open to somewhere. Yeah, Where was, was that destination? What number was that? Well, if it's corroborating Jeremy's story, it would be to Jeremy. So he left the house and went over and left the He fi- said the line went dead, but the line was off the hook and the telecoms person said that the line was, because they could hear the dog barking in the background. Something's weird there. Something weird going on. So he's had shot, um, he had been shot um, eight times Six times to the head and face. Six to the head. Uh, which were fired uh, with the rifle a few inches from his skin. Fuck. The remaining shots to his body had occurred from at least two feet away. Um, based on where the empty cartridges were found, three were in the kitchen and one on the stairs. 
The police concluded that he had been shot four times upstairs in the bedroom what? and uh, but had managed to get down. So he'd been shot four times, managed to get downstairs um, where the struggle took place and clearly perhaps where the beating took place. He's, he's, he got badly he's wounded, beaten, yeah. Uh, during which he was hit several times with the butt of the rifle and then shot again, this time fatally in the head. If I'm, I'm if I'm remembering correctly, because like you think, how can you be shot that many times and with the right? But a, tw- a twenty-two, if was it Richard Ramirez, the yeah, night stalker? Yeah, yeah. He used the twenty-two, and he was shooting fools in the head like three times, and, and they're still they, running at like, him. And they were like yeah, yeah. thinking that it was there. Well, he had a dodgy go- gun though. His was a bit dodgy, I wasn't d- it? I think it's I think just it the caliber of of. Uh, nah, that was a dodge. dodge was it dodgy? Well, was it dodgy? I'm sure I remember you saying it was a dodgy gun. It was dodgy because it was because it was it not shooting proper, people. <laughs> proper murder weapon. I think it's more. I think it, that was the reason because one guy got shot and he thought his girlfriend was letting off a blank in the room to fuck with him. And then he saw there was a bloke in the corner. So he fought him off and battered him, even though he'd been shot in the head like twice. What the <laughs> fuck? People people in like, you've you, you got to understand this like definite adrenaline. And, you know, sometimes you can't explain how people have managed to do the things they've done whilst being so fate, like mortally injured. Um, but there were two wounds to his right side and two to the top of his head, yeah. uh, which would probably have resulted in unconsciousness. Oh, um, the left side of his lip was wounded, his jaw was fractured, and his teeth, neck, and larynx were also damaged. Smack so the he fuck had out been of shot. Oh, he got shot there? Through the jaw. Wow. So his tongue had been partially severed. Oh. So hang on. Oh. So he was shot how's, from, how's how's he so made, shot from below? That sounds like. So he's shot upstairs no, in the jaw. From below? Someone up shot him because if he's been, if, you, if you've been shot in the bottom of your jaw. Well, if what if you were lying down though? If you were lying down, or what was if someone was down the stairs? And shot someone shot from up, the door. Or they were aiming up the stairs. No, I think so. He's shot from for oh, consistency. Okay, yeah. He's probably shot from the door yeah. from what happened. It's with an odd. It's an odd place to get hit though, underneath your yeah. jaw, isn't it? Well, if you were lying, if you were laying down, it would be quite easy. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So the gunshot wounds um, to his left shoulder and elbow. Uh, sorry, I'm, I've missed a bit. So they said. Um, that the left side of his lip was wounded, jaw fracture, teeth and neck larynx damage. The pathologist said it would have been very difficult for him to talk. At that point. At that point. He, uh, there were gunshot wounds to his left shoulder and left elbow. Yeah. He also had black eyes and a broken nose, bruising to the cheeks, cuts on his head. So this is sustained then? Because you can't bruise after your death. You no, can't. this was sustained whilst he's still alive. So it must have occurred over a fair, over a portion well, de- of time. Because if if I punch yeah, you in the eye, there's lots of beating going on. If I punched you in the eye and gave you a black eye well, and then shot you like yeah. immediately after, you're not going to get or no. ten minutes after, you're not going to get a black eye. Yeah, he, got, he, got, he got a royal beating. So he had to that had to develop. So and then he got um, killed. So bruise, it's a time period. Bruising to the right forearm, a circular burn type mark on burn. the back of his neck. Aliens. Uh, consistent with having been hit with the rifle, probably. Uh, uh, hot, yeah, the hot, hot barrel. End, yeah. Steaming hot. <coughs> <coughs> Fucking hell, she's gone. Look at that. Oh, I just sucked, a bit, <coughs> sucked a bit of spit down my Oh, larynx. beautiful. Lovely. But, or you think about like being pushed down the stairs with maybe. With a barrel, yeah, with yeah. The, with the hot barrel. They do Who get knows? fucking hot. So yeah. um, June, uh, the police said they found the other four bodies upstairs. Yeah. June's body was heavily bloodstained. She was uh, found lying on the floor. June is the woman that His we think... Wife. Oh, right, okay. June's is Neville's yeah, wife. Sorry, yeah. Okay. I know there's a lot of names. Sheila's no, no, the fine. one we think. Yeah. Um, so June was found uh, lying on the floor yeah. in the master bedroom by the doorway. Yeah. Um, oh, wearing her nightdress and she was barefoot. She had been shot several times. Fuck. Um, 
one shot to the forehead between the eyes and another like an execution the shot. right side of her head, which would have caused her death quickly. There were also shots to the right side of her lower neck, her fore, right forearm and two injuries on the right side of her chest and her knee. So it kind of, it seems like both of them got shot whilst being in bed asleep. Yeah. Which didn't cause the fatal. No, but it's semi-automatic. It's not like it's it's bang, yeah, like, bang, bang like whatever. reload. Yeah, and they, they were like both sat there. They were both shot in bed. What what seems like a two foot distance. So corroborating that they'd have been shot from the doorway. None of these shots were fatal. Later, close Just proximity shots yeah. that. Um, like she slumped in the doorway, so she shot her in between the eyes, like that sort of shit. Because yeah. that between the four, that's like execution, isn't it? You just yeah. go night, night. So, Ooh, that's um, that's so scary, man. She, uh, where was I? So there was um, also shots to the uh, right side of her lower neck, her right forearm, and two injuries on the right side of her chest. See, that's quite. And her knee, her right knee. So people got fucked up. It's not like quick. This isn't. It's yeah, like the sustained beating to everyone. Yeah, yeah. How so can one person well, do no, that? No, not only Neville got a beating. No, but it's everybody's Everyone got, got sustained injuries. She's got bruising on her yeah, arm, yeah. and she's got this. That. It sounds like she's been. Fucked up like that one person, that and she also made out of bed because she didn't. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't. wasn't found in bed. Like only the like boys. Blood splatters in bed. The only boys that were found. The, sorry, the only the only bodies found in the beds were the boys. But were there any like blood splatters or holes or anything in the bed? Uh, well, yeah, because uh, let's say they, so said, they were worse shot in bed. Um, so the police believed that she'd been sitting up for during part of what oh, right. of the attack because the book. based on the pattern of blood on her clothing. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, well, no, this is like three in the morning. Well, actually, to be fair, you don't know exactly what time it all happened. But Farmers get up at three o'clock in the morning. So five, well, it, to it's some, if, if we're saying Neville was alive at three, then it's ha- sometime around three. Yeah. And five of, uh, of the shots occurred uh, when the gun was at least a foot away from her body. Uh, and, and then the shots between the eyes and to her head were less than a foot. That's so the, they, yeah. yeah. The they can tell, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Bang. The ones that killed her. So Daniel Fuck and Nicholas, yeah. the boys, they were found in their beds, uh, shot through the head. Uh, they appeared to have been shot whilst in bed. Uh, Daniel had been shot five times, four times with the gun held within a foot of his head and once from over two feet away. So Fucking seems basically like, point, gla- point seems blank like, range. Seems like... Two foot. Um, it seems like that Daniel was shot first from the door, then to the head. Nicholas was shot three times, all within close, close proximity. So they've co- he's come to the door, whoever it is, come to the door, she, he, shot Daniel yeah. from f- over two feet away, then moved to the bed, shot him in the head at close proximity because their beds were close together, moved and shot Nicholas close proximity. This is fucked so he up. Got, Nicholas was the only person that, uh, didn't have like any f- shots that weren't from a close proximity in his body. So all the other bodies were found with shots that were from afar and from close. This is fucking weird. Because why Why would you do that? And also, like you said at the beginning, they were asleep. So all this shit's going on, right? What's they're screaming and shouting. All the lights are in the house. Well, People are getting shot to fuck in the bed. So There's a battle down the stairs. Well, gets executed. Well, exactly. And we'll then s- them we'll kids are shot. That. Or the kids were shot first the and kids, then that I think happened. the kids were shot first, I think. And one of them didn't wake up. So oh, I had a silencer, didn't it? But did it? I don't know. So, she, so Sheila 
Um, a police say they found Sheila on the floor of the master bedroom, so her parents' bedroom. Master bedroom. With God. her mother. She was in her nightdress and also barefoot. Nightdress in the master was, bedroom. Uh, so obviously didn't have time to put slippers on. Um, with two bullet wounds to her throat. Um, the pathologist, uh, Dr. Peter Venise, uh, who in 1990s, oh, well, that's just a load of bollocks about him becoming a professor. He gives a fuck. She said um, that the injuries occurred from uh, her injuries recurred three from three inches. So again, close uh, range, close range, finishing shot. Finish him. The higher one was the one that um, did they finish them? Finished her off. Yeah. So um, the lower injury apparently would have killed her too, uh, but he did say that it not necessarily straight away. Um, it would be possible for a person with such an injury to stand up and walk around. That fucking tutu, that's why. But the lack of blood on the nightdress suggested that that was not the case. She died because she didn't bleed out. Because she didn't bleed all yeah. over herself. Yeah. She's already fucking dead. So it was believed that the lower of her injuries happened first because it caused bleeding inside the neck, which would not have happened to the same extent if the higher one had killed, so what yeah. they're saying is the lower happened first, then the higher one. Because, because if the higher one had happened, would have killed her, and it wouldn't, this one wouldn't have bled as much. Exactly, yeah. What's well, like we were uh, talking about? Because her heart the, wouldn't the have black been eye going. And shit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Venice said that the blood stains on her nightdress suggested she was sitting up when she received both both of these injuries. Both the blows. Both the blows. Uh, there were no marks on her body suggestive of a struggle. So this is where it gets interesting because we're saying that Sheila's the one who's done this, right? So the firearms um, officer who first saw her said that her feet and hands were very clean. So if she'd been walking around the house barefoot in all this ruckus, she'd had shit on her feet. Would she? How do you know? Sugar that from the, the kitchen would have stuck to her feet. Mm. Her fingernails, right? Yeah. So this is a girl we're, we're saying has reloaded a gun that's very difficult to reload twice. What, what and did also, she it twice, also, and also given her dad a fucking royal beating. Yeah, but did she reload it twice? Because yes, because there's 25 shots fired oh, ten, and there's it, 10 in a magazine. Two and a half times. So if they're saying that it was loaded when she when, yeah, when she, it started, she, so she would have had to... 10 and then five. 10 and then another five. So her fingernails, manicured, not a chip. Maybe, maybe. They could, you could do that without a chip. I've seen I'd, like... Girls Not, do, nah, well, I've seen nah. people, like no, the girls no, no, with no. long fingernails, no, they no, do, no. when no, they no. like operate things, no, no, no. they don't Listen, use the tips of the fingers. Talking, you're talking now, you're talking nail shit now. When oh, we're yeah. talking nail polish back in the day, which chips like after a day. We're talking caveman nail polish. We're talking just nail polish that literally chips off after five minutes. Good point, you know more than me about that. Maybe you're not. We're not talking all this like acrylic and the fucking gel and all that shit that doesn't gel. chip. What? When that that stuff weren't around at that point, so she yeah. just had normal nail polish. Um, yeah. so this was some of the things that okay. the police were like. Right, well, okay. this is not. Well, how did she re- reload a gun that was very difficult to, without chipping her fucking nail polish? How was her feet perfectly clean if she'd been walking around the house on a rampage? Was with blood everywhere? Was there any footprints in the sugar then? No. Then that's why her feet were clean because there was no footprints well, in the sugar. She didn't yeah, walk but if in you it. if you were kicking it around and but wearing shoes, well, maybe that's what happened. But you wouldn't get a footprint necessarily. Maybe she, okay. You know, sugar's not really a footprint leaving thing. It's just you'd kick it. Flour maybe, the but clues are there. The clues are there. I tell you. Um, so uh, also no marks or any suggestion of a struggle. This is we're talking about her dad, who's very much bigger than her, stronger than her. Yes, may have been injured, but still. Uh, uh, clearly a struggle had ensued. 
And the kitchen was trashed. The kitchen was trashed, yeah. Uh, and her finger fingertips were free of blood, dirt or powder. Okay. Uh, there was no trace of lead dust, usually the case when handling 20, 22 an, .22 ammunition. Usually the case. So the rifle magazine would have been loaded at least twice during the killings. This would usually leave a lubricant and material from the bullets on the hands. I get that. Yeah, uh, She could have washed her hands, but... She could have uh, done, but that's uh, very hard. I just killed him. I was going to wash my yeah, hands yeah. before I shoot uh, myself uh, in the head. Yeah. Uh, a scene of crimes officer said that there were bloodstains on the back of her right hand, but then otherwise that her hands were clean. So she had blood on the back of her hands, so maybe not clean, washed her hands. Wiping it, wiping her brow. Um, there was no blood on the feet or other debris, such as sugar, like we say from the kitchen, which was lying on the floor downstairs, possibly a result of the struggle. So in her post-mortem, low traces of lead were found on her hands and forehead. There you go then. But the levels were consistent with the uh, everyday handling of things around the house. Yeah, it, but, but one if thing she, she had hadn't... loaded 18 cartridges into a magazine, he would expect to see more lead on her hands. Okay, yeah. I'll um, say that. On her nightdress, the blood was consistent with her own and no trace of firearm discharge residue on it at all. Um, her urine indicated she had taken cannabis some days before. Fucking druggies. Um, and the antipsychotic drug, um, Haripalamidabadal. Uh, so she was not high on drugs. That was one theory at one point floating around that by the tabloids that she was a mad drug addict and that she'd gone right, mental on drugs. If she's taken antipsychotic drugs, yeah, you can I mean, assume that she, let's say she wasn't high, right? No, she was but just on her medication. Yeah, which is an antipsychotic drug. Yeah, she, we're not, dis, we're not, we're not disputing that she had mental health and problems. And what she did seems pretty she psychotic was, she if was, it was her. She would struggle with schizophrenia. Right. But her family in general was said she was quite a gentle person and that she would not have been capable of doing this and killing okay. her own sons. Right. Um, so the rifle without the silencer or sights attached was lying across her chest, pointing up at the neck with her right hand resting lightly on it, not in the g the thingy. But would it though? If you get, like, I don't know if that's Could the case because like, if you pull like a trigger and it goes bang and then you're fucking dead. Also... That gun doesn't wasn't wasn't killing people in one go, was it? it Tends to like well, if it was to the to the head, yes. She'd done it yourself. So she was not high on. Uh, sorry. Uh, so she um, apparently June's Bible lay on the floor beside Sheila, uh, part partly resting on her upper right arm. It it was it was normally That's a kept, weird place for yeah. A, if you it was shot normally in the head. Have a book on your arm. Or it could have well. slid off. You never know. But or a chest maybe. Yeah, she, it could have slid off. Uh, it could. It normally kept beside in the bedside table. Um, June's fingerprints were on it, as were others that could not be identified, except for one made by a child. Um, so, before we talk about the investigation, should we have a break? Yeah, yeah, let's do it then. I was like, I'm like out of iced tea, which I haven't been out of iced tea for a while. It's 
got quite a long podcast though, so we need a I need some sort of, you know, caffeine pick me up halfway through. I mean, I'm not really sure how much caffeine an iced tea has, but probably some. I don't see the point of decaffeinated stuff, personally. That's just a waste of time. Some people like the taste of coffee and don't want to have alcohol free beer. What what, what game are you playing? Alcohol free beer? I'm out of breath again. Kevin says. Oh my God. (laughs) Literally walked up the stairs. No, you need to go for a walk later. No, you need to go for more than a walk. Walking clearly is not doing anything. Right. So I'm going to start with talk about the investigation because this part was pretty badly handled by the police um, in terms of. Like investigating the scene and making sure everything was. You know that you're saying it was badly handled. Do you think that it's badly handled in hindsight with the advances that we have in modern day? No, no. Were they just doing everything they could? No, badly handled in that they just made a decision about what happened and did just that was it. Like they're in the kitchen and then like there's a body there and they put the kettle on because one of a cup of tea. You have a break here. I'll just you know, <laughs> help yourself. <laughs> no, not that kind of. Just in terms of they decided it was a murder suicide right from the start and oh. and that was that. Well, so it sounds like a lot it. of things and that you know there were certain police officers who could see things that were awry and amiss, yet they didn't. Um, what's the matter? Nothing's matter. Oh. Uh, they stopped talking. <laughs> you pointed at something, um, and they didn't. Uh, <laughs> and they, you were like pointing. And I was like, uh, what? like that was anyway. You, like your brain just slowed down and stopped. Then you're like, <laughs> what? The misfunction. Uh, take a lot. <laughs> so anyway, so the police maintain that the incident was murder suicide from the start because um, the house was locked. It sounds like from the inside, right? Uh, no forced entry. Uh, Sheila, who had been mentally ill. Uh, you know, was the the prime suspect in this this whole ritual killing. You can see how you can see how that you would immediately come to that. I mean, the thing is, if you've had the phone calls at three thirty in the morning, saying to the police station, "Come, my daughter's gone mad," and then the other lad, what was his name, Uh, Banbury, the kid, the son, Jeremy, Jeremy, and he's 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 turned up as well and said that his dad said his his sister's gone mad. You could go well. it fits the bill. This look, and everyone's dead. Yeah, uh, it looks like a struggle went down. Yeah, I mean, there is some. Well, yeah. So, the, the obviously, um, you know, Sheila was known for her mental illness. There was no hiding that that she had. There was reports by friends and doctors that she had a bit of a fiery temper. If you and, have a mental, and, and could lose her temper, but was never usually violent. She would just be. She'd lose. She'd usually lose her shit with inanimate things, not people. I oh, should like you then. Yeah, like me. Yeah, like me. I'd rather do that. I'd rather get annoyed at like Henry the Hoover than like a person. You've got any rational anger for Henry the Hoover? <laughs> it's Henry the Hoover. Wait, Steve, back me up. I know Steve. Steve agrees with me ten hundred percent. Ten hundred. You see what I'm dealing with? She gets angry at inanimate things and says ten hundred percent. Yeah, but you can't get mad at Henry Hoover when he can't move and he's just an object and you're pulling him yeah, through the door and you're banging him into yeah, door frames. You fucking little prick! Just <laughs> come through the fucking door. I can totally get angry at him if I want. That's a good way of letting out your frustrations, I think. Henry's a good release. I'd rather do it. He is a good release. Than them with the. Oh, yeah. yeah, Well, for you, he is. (laughs) But, you know, like, I'd rather do that than, like, really lose my shit with a person that doesn't deserve it. Yeah, but then you lose your shit with me, then. I'll be like, why are you screaming at Henry? No, you you too. No, because you get annoyed that I get annoyed at Henry, and then you get yourself involved, which then that's your own fault. This is how you get shot to death. (laughs) With a low caliber gun, apparently. (laughs) So, um, yeah, so the, 
the blame obviously settled on Sheila from the start and the house had no signs of forced entry. So it was was completely locked from the inside. Yeah. So, however, due to the fact it was decided so early on... uh, that uh, this murder was, you know, murder-suicide. We know what happened. This is it. Uh, So the whole investigation was dealt with pretty grossly by the police. Uh, The officer in charge of the investigation, DCI Taff, in commas, because that's his nickname, I guess, Uh, DCI Jones, deputy head of um, CID, was told it was a domestic uh, well, it is a domestic, th- 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 and that he went off to play golf when he heard that. Apparently, and then uh, I don't think this dude was very like good. I don't know how we managed to get to, to DCI, but he was convinced of the murder suicide theory um, to the point where apparently he ordered Bamba's cousins, so Jeremy's cousins, uh, the niece and nephew, nieces and nephews of, of yeah. Neville and June, out of the office when they had asked him to consider whether Jeremy had set the whole thing up. What? So there was some thinking that that this wasn't Sheila and that actually Jeremy was the one who had done this. I've got some life insurance going on in here. Well, he he would be sole sole ex survivor yeah, yeah, of yeah. the and uh, you know executor or whatever the of the will. But that doesn't because make... he's killed his mom, his dad, and his sister. But you just said that. So you and think, the boys. You think that's happened? Who... You think that's the case because you just said because he's just killed them. So you think well, that's what happened? Well, it's not just me. <laughs> so um, no fucking way. Evidence. Hang on, but he wasn't there. He was. Well, how do you know? Because we're, he had a phone call at his house. There was a log from his dad saying his, his his sister's gone crazy, and he was at his house. Doesn't doesn't mean anything. He could have done. He, he if his dad rang him up saying his, his, your, your sister's going crazy now with a gun, and he's at scrutting on the Wirral, you know, 15 fucking mile away, and that phone call can be proven from his dad to him, then he was in wherever the fuck he was. If it wasn't Golden from his dad Town to him, wasn't it was it? from him to the police. But didn't his dad call him? So yeah, but they can't prove that. Uh, uh, you murderous bastard! <laughs> so, like I'm saying, this, this the whole thing was badly fucking dealt with because the whole murder-suicide theory was so prevalent up front. Evidence was not recorded or preserved on the scene. Uh, Three days after the killing, the police burned all of the blood-stained bedding and carpet, apparently to spare Bamba's feelings. Hang on, hang on. They actually like dug a pit in the driveway and fucking burned all of the blood-stained shit because they said, "What what do you want us to do with it? And he was like, just burn it, I don't want to see it. Hang on, hang on. Can I get a rewind? Right. He, the, the police burnt murder scene evidence yep. in a pit. Yep. Be- on well, their because front they were drive. so convinced that it was Sheila who had con- uh, acted out the, Did the, the, the fucking. Are the police involved in this? Yes, they are. No, That's no. what I'm saying. Are the police involved in this? Oh, no. No, it's just gross mishandling. That's what I'm saying. You just grossly mishandled you don't the burn situation. Their fucking evidence, well, they did. Man. They did. So what well, you tell me? They dug a hole in the front, in the garden, front garden. Can I tie a Mac drive? And, and like burn mattresses. The mattresses. Poor petrol and burn it. Yeah, literally. And that's a fr- that's forensic evidence yep. from a murder scene. Yep. Is that real? Yep. Fucking what? So um, the scenes of the crime, uh, scene of crime officer did not examine or uh, or see the silencer in the cupboard. Um, that was found later by the family. Investigation or something? No, well, family you... found it. The family found it. But if it's in a cupboard, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but so the, you can't the same shoot officer in the head and then take the silence off. Apparently, the same officer moved the rifle oh, without no. wearing gloves. Oh no! <laughs> and it was not examined for fingerprints until weeks later. Uh, the Bible was found with Sheila was not examined at all. 
Uh, obviously, maybe later because okay, uh, right. they it's found some print prints. So they must have done it later. Um, a hacksaw blade uh, that might have been used to gain forced entry into the house lay in the garden for months unnoticed. And officers did, did not take any notes. Yeah, but, but bear in mind, though, that sounds like a hacksaw blade in your garden. But this is a farm. Underneath a window that has been damaged with a hacksaw blade. Oh, I didn't know that. But <laughs> this is a farm. There's probably all sorts of shit lying around no, out no. there. So, I mean, that comes later. Like hammers and fucking this claw was, hooks this, it and was shit. Cl- it, was like, it was like, they wanted it, this DCI wanted it to be an open and shut case. This is what, do you think And he opened and this? shut it without really taking it on board, even though there were other de- detectives saying... There's something dodgy going on here. Do Please don't burn burn the fucking shit. Do you, you think they do that? that? I mean, obviously, this seems like it. But do you really think that it's quite a common thing that the police will get like a specific incident case and they're just like, yeah, oh, it's yeah. this, it's open this. Open shut. Get it, get it open and shut as fast as possible. Because you can't bother to do the work. Well, and it looks good if you open and shut it fast. And Unless you fuck up royally. Unless you fuck up royally. And then they go, where's all the evidence? And you go, oh, you'll have to dig up the front drive. We burnt it like a... Bunch of clowns. That's not real. I don't believe that. Um, apparently, officers took no notes when when looking around. And what did they do when they went around? Just had a look. Went, oh, yeah. uh, those it's who fucked. dealt with Jeremy Bamber wrote down their statements weeks later. Not uh, not straight away. Weeks later, um, Bamber's clothes. Uh, Jeremy Bamber's clothes were not examined until a month later. Well, that's it's over then. Yep. Um, and the bodies were cremated. And all blood samples were destroyed uh, 10 years later. I don't really know why. Well, that, that 10 years that, is fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they kicked yeah, it on sorry. record for yeah, specific yeah. amounts of time. Yeah. That, but but he, like, his clothing not being looked at for a month. He, this Is this just hindsight? Like they just didn't know how to deal with shit I don't, back then? I don't. Well, it's not that fucking bad. Then. It's the 80s. Yeah, I know. It's come on quite a bit now. It's 30 years ago. It's not 40 fucking years ago. 2021 now. When was this? Uh, uh, this this 36 years ago. Oh, 36 years ago. It happened the year I was born. Was it? Yeah. So Jones, um, so he, unlike police, DCI, uh, unlike DCI Jones, his junior officers were suspicious of Bamba and his behaviour. And what was his behaviour like? Have you got? Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. And when Jones was removed from the case, so later down the line, he was removed because he'd clearly mishandled it. They began to look more closely at Bamba, and that's when they found the hacksaw and that and that there was potential. That's when they properly investigated the house. Was was weeks. I afterwards. can't believe that they just went ra- went round. Didn't even take. No- what did they do? Just walk in and everyone's around, dead. Get the crime yeah, scene yeah. cleaner. Well, burn because, all the stuff because in the garden. Of, because they were all told it was an uh, open shut murder suicide. Who told them that though? They Jeremy. Told- oh. <laughs> so Jones died before uh, apparently the case. So this DCI Jones came to court after falling from a ladder in his home. <laughs> Fucking divot. What's going on? This is a bumbling buffoon. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of it was to do with him. He he was very ang- angered by anyone who would try and convince him otherwise of this murder suicide. That's that's like somebody that knows they're wrong but and doesn't want to admit, admit it. it. Yeah. No, no, I'm right. I'm telling you. Yeah. Be open-minded, mate. At, le- at least, at least, entertain and and give someone else's idea or thought some thought and just have a look at it. Yeah. And just go, okay, well, let's just plan it. Let's play it out. Yeah. Let's play it out and see where it goes. So, uh, Bamba's behaviour after the funeral. Started to increase suspicion Got around a fucking him. Lamborghini, um, because <laughs> Flying he, day. he had been um, so Im- immediately after the bodies were found, he broke down and was uh, sort of offered tea and whiskey by the police, and what apparently, fuck, yeah, apparently mate. managed to persuade the police to burn all of the bedding and carpet. So they did it at his request. 
Is he a this is, this, and, uh, no. Are you sure? Are yes, you sure? I'm told I'm sure. No, it just seems insane. <laughs> it just seems insane that does. Yeah, just uh, just burn all the evidence, just please. And they go, okay, no okay. problem. This was days after it happened as well. It wasn't just like, it wasn't just like a couple of weeks after it was days. They Fucking burnt all the hell. Or even the next I heads, day. I bet heads rolled in the police department mm. for that when mm. they found out. So he was... Um, that's mental. So he um, wept apparently openly at the funeral, uh, supported by his girlfriend, Julie Mugford, after Mugford. which he flew to Amsterdam, yep. where he apparently tried to buy a consignment of drugs and offered us to sell soft porn photographs of Sheila to the tabloid newspapers for, for, for £20,000 or something. Really? Um, yeah, because she was uh, she was a struggling model, so she'd taken some nudie his, pics, his which sister, he had gotten hold of. Sister. Yeah. So he's flown to Amsterdam. Well, adopt, they're, they're adoptive siblings, so they're not... Doesn't matter. But, yeah, he flew up to together. Amsterdam after, the mer- after yeah. this suicide Just living murder, the high life, basically. And then yeah. he tried to sell pictures of his naked sister for 20 grand. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, didn't bo- which didn't look too good for him, did it? So, no, it didn't. So he also entered, uh, entertained friends to expensive champagne oh, and lobster dinners. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, the behaviour served in part to draw attention to him after the f- this. Okay, the, the, yeah. let's play devil's advocate and say that didn't happen. If, you, if that had occurred, right... And you ended up getting a payout because you would not just because like oh yeah because just because something sole, happens he and was you the get sole money. survivor of that will yeah but that's so. irrelevant that ignore that and they were they were pretty minted ignore financial motive and let's just say that like that happened and everything gets sold up and he gets a wedge of cash and he could go and do that he can spend his money on people and it could it could be like a nice distraction maybe you know what I mean but his behaviour just he he would f- he would very quickly like flip from being perceived as extremely upset to being not upset at all and just having a laugh. Maybe he's just struggling to deal with it. Maybe. Yeah, everyone deals with grief in different ways. Yeah, we're like we're selling not, we're not, we're not saying that. porn pictures of your sister. Yeah, fuck's sake. For 20 grand, <laughs> yeah. And loves the dinners. Yeah, so the the windows, um, obviously we've talked about oh, yeah. briefly. Uh, so part of DCI Taft's steadfast conclusion that this was a murder-suicide was that there was no forced entry into the house at this point, at the beginning of the investigation. It looked like the house was completely secure from the inside. Uh, However, Jeremy's cousin, Anne, found that there was a window in the kitchen. So she's like, I don't know, cleaning some stuff out. Cleaning some blood up. She opened the window and the the latch just was... It it wasn't stiff, it just was floppy. You know, sometimes those old latches... And it was like one of those with like a little um, hole in it. So you kind of pulled the window and you just latched the yeah. handle over the little like you can get into them lever things. things. Easy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so she found that um, if this window in the kitchen above the sink uh, with the faulty catch, if you, um, if you sort of shut the window or slam the window in a certain way from the outside, it would lock itself. Yeah. So you could get out of that window, slam it in a certain way, and it would lock. Everybody knows. So, looking like that, the ha- that it was a locked window and there was no way in or out. Most in- most people will be able to get into their house if it's locked. If you lock yourself out, most people will so, be able to will know a way to get in. So, but that's what that's what we mean here. So, so only someone who knew the house would know that. No sort of random yes. assailant would come in and know that, that there's a, r- a faulty catch. Unless you're like a burglar that's really familiar with that type of window. You're like, oh, it's the <laughs> fucking, it's the scrut and latch. No, but we it can wasn't. Fucking poke no, it but it wasn't in. a faulty. It was faulty. It was what? It was one of those latches that was supposed to be stiff, and you're supposed oh, to, yeah. and it had it lost its stiffness, so it, oh, it just floppy. Getting disturbing now, man. So, um, 
This means someone now could have exited the house and still had it look completely locked from the inside. Why didn't he just walk through the front door, unlock it and go in, shoot them and then walk out and unlock it with a key? I don't know. Surely he's got a key. Why would you break in if you had a key? Why would you why would you damage a window that could potentially be found in a criminal investigation if you've got a key to the house? I don't know if he had a key. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't ever say anywhere that it only says he has a key after because they replaced the door (laughs) that they they smashed. They replaced the the police replaced the door they smashed and gave them a set of new keys. And so I don't know if he had a key to the front door. True. All right. At this point. So yeah, fair enough. Um, so, like I say, it means it opens it up now it's to the fact fishy. that there's some, like, some fuckery. some, fuck- some potential, potential fuckery, fuckery could have gone on. Yeah. Um, and um, so there was also f- a later found, we- a few weeks after when the house was re-examined, that um, there had was a second window that had um, sort of hacksaw blade marks on it. And the f- and below this window was found a hacksaw blade, also that Jeremy had purchased a hacksaw blade from really? the local hardware store. Now he always held that he explained it and just well he actually admitted to it and said that he'd broken into the house to get some papers after the murders. And he was like, but you had a key. He was like, oh, I was going to Saint Tropez and I needed it fast <laughs> to and spend that money. I couldn't. I didn't have time to go and get the keys from my house, so I just opened it with a hacksaw blade. So he, he admitted to doing that, but that after make, the I mean, this is the thing that that makes sense. You could do that, and like you're like if you like, you want to believe someone, if you want to believe someone and not assuming that they're mm. lying, you could be like, okay, well that makes sense. I mean, yeah, if you knew it to Jimmy the window and you wanted it to get in and you didn't want to drive twenty miles to get the key, you just Jimmy the window, but. This is where five people got killed. Four people got killed. Five, five people got killed, t- including two six-year-old boys. And you might be that. Why would you do that? So, well, we'll get into that. So, um, the Fucking so this weird. so but basically they did all the tests. Yeah. They found that this hacksaw blade yeah. was con- consistent in tooth size and stuff to the scratches Benzing in the window. Shit, yeah. So basically, what they're saying is because this latched window that was faulty. It only worked as an exit point, not an entry point. You couldn't have ent- entered into the house that way if it was locked. Like, you could only exit. So there had to be another... W- so this other window in the bathroom was where they think entry Somebody was made. Potentially. Someone somebody, forced yeah. entry because they found this hacksaw and they found... Which which Jeremy admitted to doing, but saying after to get to go into the house to get some paperwork to go on a holiday or something. I don't know. <laughs> So the silencer is another big thing So, uh, in this investigation. So one of the big sort of mysteries of the investigation was it seemed, as you said before, that the twin boys were shot first in their room, down the hall from their grandparents' bedroom. So if you're talking about shooting a rifle that doesn't have a silencer on it, that would have caused all of everybody to get up, the parents, the grandparents to get up, yeah, yeah. because you'd hear the fucking shots. I don't know how loud a tutu is, but so, it's going to be. Well, you'd hear it enough. It's a gun going off. Yeah. In a quiet house. So the fact, so the but the rifle was sh- found on Sheila's person, um, with no silencer. So you're like, well, it doesn't add up here because you've got the 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 kids being shot first. They think with a, no silencer. Surely the grandparents would have heard that and run to How their old were aid. They? Six. 
No, no, the 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 um, grandparents are they like in their sixties? I think. Oh, so they're not like decrepit and going. No, oh, no, no. In the frame. no, like he's like a perfectly capable man. Yeah. Like you know, fucking fought oh. off like a he's shot four ta- five six times and carried carried on down the stairs. Got beaten and still carried on. So, mm. um, so the grandparents. So why didn't the grandparents like hear the gunshot? Maybe they did. Why were no? Because they were shot in bed. We know this. What, but, but, From the but, slugs. But, but judging, and the, but judging and the by bl- the police investigation, I wouldn't trust anything because well, of a no, burning No, there's one thing is that, that, that they found all the slugs. They did that, and they, that, and the, you can't deny entry okay, points yeah, yeah. Of, of bullets in the bodies and yeah. how potentially that Angles. happens. Angles Makes more sense where the bodies like, were found. Because sure. you think they'd run to the the aid of the they'd have been shot in the hall or on the stairs or in the at least blood splatters. The, something. Yeah, something, a some cartridge. kind of some kind of carnage upstairs, not downstairs. Yeah. So if there'd been a, an art, you know, some kind of This is the problem, struggle. man, because the scene's been cleaned at this point. You can't go well, back and yeah. you can't tell. So all the uh, slugs were found um, that ne- where Neville and June were shot upstairs were in the bedroom. Okay. So they definitely didn't make their way out of their bedroom towards the boys' room, yeah. which was down the hall. Um, so, however, on the day of the murders, the police searched... The uh, did search the gun cupboard on the ground floor office, but did not examine it or search the site for the silencer or for the sights, even though they'd been told that that was something that was kept on the gun. Um, three days later, members of the Bamba's extended family, so uh, June and Neville's nieces and nephews, um, went and visited the farmhouse with uh, Basil Cock. Basilcock. Basilcock. Is that like one name? Basilcock? Or no, Basil. Is it like Keith Basilcock or something? No, it's Basilcock. <laughs> His last name is Cock. That's brilliant. Uh, the estate is the, apparently, ex- you know, the executor of the estate. Um, and during that visit, one of the coven- cousins, David Boutflower. These fucking names. Great names. Found the silencer in and the sights in the cupboard. Good that he found it, not the police investigating the scene. Uh, so the family took the silencer to Anne Eaton's, which is uh, uh, the David's cousin, uh, sister, and to it examine in bleach, it. And, and they dropped it in bleach. No. And later they said they found the surface had been of the silencer had been damaged and there seemed to be red. There's some red on that. There's a bit of There's red on you. There's some red on the silencer. some red on the silencer. Um, mm. It could have been paint or blood. Most Get like it? What do you mean? Could have been Get more it? likely paint. We just we just don't know. It's not red when no, it's no, dry, no. is it? How could you not know? This is a murder scene. We've got a silencer <sighs> so and there's some red on it. It could be some paint red on it, <laughs> or it could be blood. We'll just <laughs> never know. We've got some red on you. Go and take it. So they told the police who collected the silencer yeah. um, on the 12th of August. Uh, at which point he noticed apparently there was an inch long grey hair attached to it. But that was lost before the silencer arrived at the forensic service department in Huntington. Just lost the hair. So they lost the hair because he apparently they just put it in a tube and sanitated it because the forensics were not done at the house. Basically, they didn't do any forensics. Doesn't sound like it until later. They did bonfire in the garden. They did did some forensics later, but of course by then everything's been burned. Everyone's touched everything. Everyone's touched everything. It's all a big mess. Yeah. So the family returns to the farmhouse to search. for the source of the red bit (laughs) (laughs) and found that uh, what they said that um, was recent damage to the undersides of the red painted mantle above the Arger where Neville was found. So Neville was found in front of the Arger. So there was the red paint was on the mantelpiece. 
But if uh, he's getting forensically tested. A scene of crime officer uh, took the paint sample on the 14th of August and it contained the same 15 layers of paint and varnish found in the paint flake on the silencer. So some point that silencer had hit that uh. surround. <laughs> oh, it's all coming together. So on the 1st of October... Uh, casts were taken back. of the marks on the mantle and the marks were deemed consistent with having been caused by the silencer being in contact or with the mantle. Or shape something like that. Yeah. Banging it, yeah. basically. In so, a battle. So this means yeah. the silencer at some point was on the gun, right? It seems well, seemingly, that way. seems that way. It seems that so way. So blood was found on the s- inside... Uh, well, to be fair, it could have happened another time. It, it could have just have been done. there. Like it could it have, done, could have done, but there's been a mass shooting in a like, house. Yeah, exactly. So blood was found on the inside and the outside surface of the silencer. In the inside? How yeah. did that not get blasted out? Was it the last shot? Yeah. It, close range, so it goes into the barrel. Yeah, but, yeah but when a bullet comes out of it at 800 miles an hour... Red hot. You'd think doesn't it doesn't matter. He still get. He still leaves residue. DNA. It's, it's gonna leave residue. Or did somebody shoot somebody with a silencer on, and then it got blood splatters in it? They took the silencer off, put that away, and then put the bo- the gun on the body. Well, that that's what that's what the theory is. Motherfucker. So the latter, uh, not enough to. So the 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 outside blood, yeah. not enough to. Uh, permit analysis the blood inside was found to be the same blood group as Sheila's though possibly a mixture of Neville and June's also it couldn't be it was inconclusive probably burnt to fuck Um, as you say gun fucking fire bullet out it's not easy to take samples from it plus it had been sat in the cupboard for weeks fuck's sake Um, so a firearms expert uh, said that the blood back splatter caused uh, was caused by contact shooting so like Straight, you know, press it on the head. Point blank Jill, Jill Dando style. Oof. Oof. Boom. So uh, this makes sense given the nature of the killings because a lot of it was at like close range. And uh, and were the shots, uh, when the shots were fired, it, it seems conclusive that, well, not conclusive, but it seems as though the silencer had been used, which, which makes sense because right, going into the boys' room using a silencer would not necessarily have woken the grandparents. That's what I was going to say. And it definitely, definitely then means that there's something nefarious going on. Yeah. Because the silencer can't kill every... It can't be on the person that perpetrated it when they shot themselves and then float back into the cabinet. No. Unless it was like a possessed silencer. Maybe this is a possessed silencer. <laughs> Maybe it's all the silencer's <coughs> fault. Yeah. And it's been possessed by It was a sentient the... possessed silencer yeah. <laughs> and it just went, fuck this, and just started killing everybody. Maybe. Maybe. Stranger things have happened. So tests at the lab indicated... Um, that uh, it would have been physically impossible. So this is interesting. So tests indicated that it would have been physically impossible yeah. for Sheila. Because you think, okay, so why take the silencer off? Why just not leave it on? Who cares if you're Who killing cares? yourself? Why would you want to hide or anything? Or if you're killing, even killing other, if you're killing some these people, why care about the silencer? Because it's on the gun anyway. I but get it with the kids. This is interesting. Yeah. So it would have been impossible, given um, Sheila's height and reach to have reached the trigger to shoot herself with the silencer on the gun. Mm. So this means, so they put no. the gun, if, if this isn't Sheila, they've put the gun by... Because uh, she didn't with a toe or something. Put the she didn't have any n- shoes on. No, but she didn't, she would have, surely her leg would have been in an odd position. She would have just been laid out. You could probably do Your it. Your leg wouldn't just fall. Just like. getting really elaborate. She just yeah. shot herself with, <laughs> with, a, t- with a toe instead. 
<laughs> We're really trying to blame Sheila here. She got herself with her toe. Um, <sighs> so they're saying that basically with the silence run, because it adds inches, yeah, yeah. she wouldn't have reached the reached it so what we're saying is that if if she killed herself she removed the silencer in order to kill herself put it back in the cupboard but why did she put it back in the cupboard if you were in a mad rampage and you shot your whole family why would you go to the effort of putting it back in the cupboard well yeah you don't realize put it on the floor you only realize that you can't do it when you go right i've had enough you sit down you turn the gun around you go oh that's too long quickly take it off throw it on the fucking floor blast yourself you wouldn't walk down the foot down the stairs Put it in the cupboard, then walk all the way back yeah. up the stairs. Let's put this silence in the cupboard. All right, let's put the silence Don't in the cupboard. Make a mess. But then you'd shoot yourself near the cupboard. Yeah, you wouldn't go all the way back up the stairs to lie by the bed. It's a bit fucking weird, that. Um, that is a bit or weird. Or if it was a killer, someone else, laying the gun on her, trying to make it look like a murder-suicide, they realised, fuck, she can't reach. That doesn't look like she wouldn't have... They'd immediately know she wouldn't have killed herself because the silencer wouldn't have been... Yeah. So they took the silencer off and but hid what, it. But why hide it then? That doesn't make any sense. Because because you're not thinking straight or yeah. not thinking that part of it through. Just, just think, silencer. oh, the silencer was never on the gun. They'll just think the silencer was never on the gun if I put it back in the cupboard where it's mm. supposed to be. This is a fucking weird one, man. Yeah, so... Um, it does when you look at the finer details. If that's what's happened, you're thinking, what the fuck? Yeah. Somebody might be... This might not be what it seems. Yeah. So... Yeah, it just it, it, see moving the silencer to the cupboard seems like someone who's got more, some rationality about them. If we're talking about you know psychotic induced murder, you wouldn't have that sort of you wouldn't have that level headedness about you to so go and be like I'm going to put this back in the cupboard to make sure it's safe and doesn't get lost. So the silencer definitely contained blood from yes. Two, but possibly three people. We can't or, tell. Or they couldn't... Because it was inconclusive. They but say, it contained blood they could from only, They dead. could only identify blood type, which could have been Sheila's or could have been a mixture of June and Neville's. Oh, what so they saying. haven't conclusively proven that that blood comes from any of them then? But it's, but it it's the same been. blood groups. It's just they can't mm. conclusively prove either way. What it, blood group of rabbits? <laughs> I'm not... Yeah. But then you're not shooting a rabbit point blank range, are you, usually? Not really, no. I so, don't know. I've never shot a rabbit. <laughs> no, not me. So uh, the fingerprints on the rifle uh, apparently were... So Sheila's right finger was found on the right side of the she butt. It should be plastered in fingerprints, this should. It should be. Well, yeah, it should should, be. It shouldn't be just like one at local area. If you're going on a rampage like this, mm. reloading the gun, spinning it round to put the magazine in, there should be a myriad of fingerprints on this. So they, well, but they, they only dusted it weeks after, after a fucking load of people, like you say, a load of people had touched it. Mm. So um, apparently they found a downward pointing fingerprint on the butt of the gun from Sheila and a print from Bamba's right forefinger on the breech end of the barrel above the stock and pointing across the gun. Uh, he said he had used the gun to shoot rabbits. So or it, it was there from when he took off the silencer <laughs> and he held the barrel. Oh, it, was all, it was there when he shot everybody. <laughs> or it's there when he... Because if you're going to take it off, that's what you're going to do. You're going to hold the barrel. Yeah. So there were three further prints on of insufficient detail to be identified. Could be police, could be Neville, could be anyone. You'd think, though, that you'd clean the gun down. Even back, like, fingerprints is something that shows ill in intent. You clean a gun completely of fingerprints, it shows ill intent. You just put gloves on, I suppose, wouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe. You wouldn't clean it because they'd be like, well, it's got absolutely none on it. And oh. this is a gun used for shooting rabbits regularly on the farm. Yeah, that's what I mean. It should be plastered mm. with it. An absence of fingerprints. Yeah. It was probably an absence of evidence there would indicate something's happened. So we also touched on this earlier, Neville's injur- injuries. Um, yeah, it was rapid. also revealed that while Bamba had said uh, he had received a panic-stricken phone call from his father on the night of the killings, 
Um, it was found that Neville had actually been shot in the throat and jaw, partially severing his tongue and uh, in the upstairs portion of the house. So this made it so that it would have been almost impossible for Neville to call Jeremy and communicate in any way that that was happening. Well, I'm now, guessing call, he was shot before. The call that happened that, that I'm, I find a struggle to, to fit into this whole thing where Neville calls the police um, could have been done under duress. It could have been, but he wasn't shot when he made whatever calls. He didn't call his son. No, about, that's the thing. That, the that, that's that one phone call just doesn't add in for me. I don't know what's gone on there. Because it you could, think he's a suspect. It's just dodge. I, yeah. I, I really think the only, I think there's some miscommunication or something's gone on in the police station about that, that call from Neville. I think all the only call that was made was from Jeremy. A couple of convenient fuck-ups have helped somebody yeah, yeah. potentially. So um, the... This basically, so what, what we're saying is that the pathologist was like, nah, this guy wouldn't have been very, he did larynx, his fucking throat, he'd been shot through the jaw. Like, he how shot you, a bit, he shot you in the face. You fucking talk, talk to someone, are you? He might, no. have, he might have had the intention of trying to go downstairs to make a call, but. At that point, you fight for your life. If someone shot you in the fucking face, you're not like, I'm going to make a phone call. You're like, I've got to kill the person that's shooting yeah. me in the face. That's my main goal. So this made it so that it would have been. Almost impossible to make the call to Jeremy also because Jeremy said that his father had seemed worried, was frantic, (laughs) you know, had had some had some like wits about him. Really, the reality was that he'd been shot in the face, bludgeoned a lot. Wouldn't have been compass mentis enough to make a fucking call. Yeah, Yeah, he'd been shot in his sleep. Fucking hell, it's what's a, going on? Yeah, it's a weird one. Had he been shot in his sleep, would he? Yes, because he was shot upstairs. And the, the way, like you say, the yeah. way he'd been shot is... is is um, The angles and shit. The angles and shit. Yeah. She, June was shot in bed uh, and from the door. Both of them were. And then if you're looking at ballistics and the way entry points and the blood splatters and stuff, they were both shot in bed uh, uh, not uh, and not, not fatally. So they both got up out of bed. Fuck. Then June was shot uh, in the head yeah. and fell by the door. And Neville clearly made his way out and fought, fought his way downstairs. And had a scrap. And had a scrap with the assailant. Then called his son and went, oh, I've been a trouble strife here. I've been shot in the head. Nah. Yeah. So nah. there was um a lot of speculation about uh, yeah, whether Sheila had been also strong enough because she was quite frail to inflict the type of injuries that Neville had sustained. Uh, you would if you used the gun. If you were just like if you use a frying pan, it doesn't or a hammer. If you were like a 10-year-old kid, you could cave Mike Tyson's head in. You don't have to be a physically strong person if you're using it at all. And if she's yeah, got a gun, she could have just gone whack whack but whack. But this dude's big man and he was anyway. So that was a lot of like speculation about this. Like, fucking this little little petite lady hmm. has caused all this infliction. Yeah, I wouldn't. W- uh, yeah, but just because you, yeah, wait, that's not just because you're small doesn't mean you can't inflict mad damage. No. So, um, so the it was said that every every member of her family um had said Sheila had also except for Jeremy had never shot a gun. So he said that they'd gone target shooting, but the rest of her family, cousins and uh, alike, were like. Nah, she'd never touched a gun in her life. Mm. So, <laughs> we'll be interesting to it see. It seems how strange the- that a girl, yeah, had in a, in a psychotic rage who had never picked up a gun before, if shot twenty five shots and hit twenty five targets. If, if every single shot. shot, not a single shot missed. To be fair though, that 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 is the fact that 
even if you had fired a gun, that you did that and didn't miss, that's pretty impressive. 25 times, not pretty, just pretty a few times. 25 shots fired, 25 hits, not a yeah. single shot missed. It'd be interesting to see how quiet this fucking silencer actually is on this gun, because at least if you shoot the two kids, I could imagine you could blast one and then go, stay still, and he'll shit. But like with the adults, if you shoot the one in bed, you'd think that the other one would hear something can move. I'm just trying to think order of events. If it wasn't Sheila, so boys first... Definitely boys first. Then goes to... Um, then you'd think you'd shoot goes the, the to bloke first because he's the biggest threat. To the threat. parents, shoots them. Shoots the bloke first. No, I reckon I reckon just shoots them in bed. Yeah, both of them at the same time. Chuk, 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 chuk. And then... I don't know why I made that noise. <laughs> chuk, 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 chuk. It's a chicken gun. <laughs> and, uh, and then they both get out of bed because they're not injured <laughs> to the point of death. And mental. kills the mother first. Yeah, they're incapacitated by shooting them. Yeah. Then he goes down. Now, I can't figure out how Sheila fits in, to be honest. She might have just been completely at sh- in shock and just actually accepted her death at this point. If her kids and her parents have both been shot, she might have just accepted her death. <sighs> yeah, but you went from an angle that wasn't expected to see. Well, either. I'll tell you Let's why. See, uh, I'll tell on. you why. Fuck. So, yeah, basically, the shots fired, no missing. Um, the... Silencer. Silencer, the windows. Got clean feet, no the, sugar on them. The, she's very clean, no shit on her, like night drink, night ground, her perfectly manicured nails, no chips. Was her body, did, was there any bruising on her body? No, she wasn't, there was no, there was no sign of a struggle with her. Mm, that's in- but also yeah. her fat hand was found placed on the gun and the Bible's sort of in a weird position. Her body, if you look at the picture, you're like, well, it just looks like that gun has been placed in oh, a hand. Been placed on it. Oh, I think. Well, they must. Yeah, there's the crime scene photos. Yeah, they yes. did do that. They actually fucking did that. And some murder porn later. So we're going to move on to Julie Mungford. Mungford, these fucking. Do we remember? Names. Do we remember who she is? Julie Mungford is his <coughs> is Jeremy's girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah. So it was because of Julie Mungford's statement to the police a month after the case that Bamba was arrested. Right. So they had uh, started dating in 1983 when she was um, a 19-year-old student at Goldsmiths College in London, nice art college. Uh, she was still studying there when the killings had occurred. Uh, she admitted that um, a brief background of her own dishonesty, she was apparently cautioned in 1985. What the fuck's that got to do with anything? Well, they're, because... Oh, oh you, they're oh, you'll know why. Say, yeah, they're okay. trying to, like, dis, dis, you know, in Is a trial. A liar? They're trying to, you know... Character. Yeah. So she admitted to... Uh, she's basically cautioned for having used a French checkbook uh, after it was apparently been reported stolen uh, to obtain goods. So she'd basically nicked 700 quid off the bank. And uh, when not. this was discovered, she said she and her friend rep- uh, repaid the money to the bank. Um, Fuck she, that, they nick off you all the time, yeah, bastards. Yeah. She also said that in March... Um, or. Um, or April of 1985, she had had helped Bamba steal just under a thousand uh, pounds from the office of the um, o- OC Road caravan site, which the family owned. It's a bit fucking, okay, it's a bit so pu- I think Jeremy and his cousin Anne didn't get on because they had t- tried to co-own this caravan site together, and it, they didn't didn't ever, ever agree on it. 86. A rubber band's a lot of money in 1986. That's a lot uh, of money. Yeah, yeah. No, in 1985. Not even. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a year more now. Yeah. So the admit <laughs> and Jeremy admitted to that, um, as saying that he had argued with his father about the security 
of the office at the caravan site. <laughs> and then so had stolen out. the money to prove a point. Oh, right, okay. That it was easy to do. So they say. I mean, it's easy to do if you've got a key to everything, yeah. <laughs> easy to go in the fucking house as well, wouldn't it, if you had a key? Uh, so the, this admission just added both sort of dis- dishonesty to both uh, Julie, Are they telling the truth? Julie and Jeremy, yeah. And uh, she was very supportive of Bamba after the murders. She immediately went to his aid after he called, because he called her first. Right, remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so newspaper photographs of the funeral show him weeping and hanging off her arm. Um, on the day of the killing, she t- told police only that she had received a telephone call from him about 3.30 on the 7th of August. So, um, At the time it was happening? Apparently during um, which she said he sounded worried, said there's something wrong at home. She said she had been uh, tired and had not asked what it was because it was early in the morning. Her position towards Bamba changed on the 3rd of September in 1985 um, when an old girlfriend had uh, rang uh, Jeremy and asked um, and asked him out in like mon- in her presence. Uh, they rowed, she threw something at him. And he got a gun and went, fuck you, I'll shoot you like the family. <laughs> she Whoops. slapped him and he twist, apparently twisted her arm up, the, up her back. Um, four days later, she went to police police and changed her statement about what what had gone on that night. Yeah, but she could now be just doing it for despite. That's well, the that's, thing. That's, that's, that was this Je- thing's Jeremy's, never going to be solved. Jeremy's, uh, what's it called? Like the His lawyers, that's what they argued. Yeah. She was just jilted. Makes sense. So, and he did as well. So in the second statement to police, she said um, that he had talked disparagingly about his old father and his mad mother. Um, his sister who had, uh, he said, had nothing to live for. And the twins who he said were disturbed. So he obviously didn't have a very high opinion of his family. Yeah, so, um, so kill them. Bamba I mean, denied this, well. saying she was making up allegations only because he jilted her. But Mungford's mother, so Julie's yeah. mother, also said Bamba had told her he hated his adoptive mother and described her as mad. But you can hate someone doesn't mean you're going to murder no, them. No, it doesn't, not necessarily. But it also does mean you might. <laughs> it does mean you might in this situation. So yeah. in her second statement to the police, she said he talked... Oh, I've already said that. Sorry. My bad. God damn you. God damn it. Um, so apparently a friend of Mungford testified that Bamba had... Um, around in February of 1985, said that his parents kept him short of money. <laughs> fucking earn your own what money, fuck? fucking bastard. Uh, kept him short of money? Yeah. Um, and that his mother was a religious freak and I fucking hate my parents. So it's not just Julie that's saying this stuff. Other people are corroborating her story in that he didn't talk highly of his family. He didn't like his sister, didn't like his parents, didn't like his mother's dog. He was the sole survivor of the house. He's a, he's a, fo- okay, he's a foster kid, yeah. Right, he's not their kid. He may not like them. That's fair enough. He might not like them, and his sister might be his. Not even, it's not even his sister. She, she might just be mad. She might. Yeah, just well, yeah, she might. Well, she is. We know she's mad. We know she's got men- mental. She's she's schizophrenic. It's just, what's making me go fuck is the fact that the police investigation was so shit, and they burnt stuff on the front drive. Yeah, that is mad. Um, so a farm worker also apparently testified that um, he seemed uh, not to get on with Sheila very well and had once said, I'm not going to share my money with my sister. So he's not saying good stuff. It's not, it's not boding well for him, right? He's got the, 
the, the, the general consensus of Jeremy isn't a good one from people, just in general. Well, I think he's a bit of a prick. It he's a bit of a prick. It doesn't mean he's a murderer. He's the, a bit of yeah. a prick. So in discussions, uh, Mungford said she had dismissed dismissed sorry all of this as fa- as fantasies in his mind like you know all the stuff he was saying about and she loved him she loved him dearly so she you know she was besotted with him and didn't and just sort of was like okay well, he's just talking nonsense you know um just kind of ignored it because apparently he'd said at one point he wanted to sedate his parents and set the house on fire oh no uh so, so but again like she just sort of Put that as like fantasiful nonsense. That's crazy. How can like if imagine if I said oh, I'm just going to go around to someone's house and then sedate them and burn it down. And apparently, he also said Sheila would be a good scapegoat. What? So Mungford, um also alleged that he discussed uh, entering the house through the kitchen window because uh, the catch was broken and leaving it via a different window with uh, the latch. Where it shut from the so outside. So he's talking about entering and leaving without leaving a trace of yeah, kind of forced he know, he entry. He can hack his way in. He, he knows can, yeah. his way. Um, mm. So she said that she spent the weekend before the murders with him in the cottage at Goldhanger, where he had dyed his hair black for some reason, and that she saw his mother's bicycle there, Plum. which could be she he just borrowed him on his mum's bike. You never know. You know, he could have visited. Oh, can I borrow your bicycle? Or was he using home? that to get? Ah. Or was he using it to be, to get to get between? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. The that's what I thought. Yeah. So this was significant because the the prosecution later alleged that he had used the bicycle to yep. cycle between the cottage and the farmhouse on the night of the murders. Um, she also told police uh, Bamba had telephoned her at nine fifty p.m. the night before on the sixth of August and said that he'd been thinking about the crime all day, uh, was pissed off, and that it was tonight or never. What? Really? Um, yeah, this is, but this is the, the whole like case. But, w- but would he have said that? Would he have said that to her though? Yeah, because he's basically they were, just saying, "I'm yeah. going to go and get, do a murder." Yeah, because they were that he trusted her. But but even so, would you? And they talked about it before, so he called her first. It was the first person he called. He she, he called. What this is because apparently he's although um, she, she said that uh, he said that that he. Between three and three thirty, because she she recalls it being around three thirty in the morning, uh, but apparently her roommate said it was around three because she was annoyed and pissed off that someone was calling. Just a discrepancy, man. It's three o'clock in the morning. You don't but know what's it does going make on. a difference because if it it clearly shows if he called the police at three thirty six, he called his girlfriend first. So after hearing his father's in a not in a mess or some mm. potentially horrific is going down, he rings his fucking girlfriend first, mm. not the not the police. So everything he said apparently at three thirty on this call to her that everything is going well. Something is wrong at the farm. Everything's going well. I haven't had any sleep all night. Bye, honey. I love you lots. Um, her flatmate's evidence suggested the call came through closer to three a.m. than three thirty. Um, he called her later during the morning of the seventh of August to tell Sheila, uh, tell her sorry that Sheila had gone mad and that a police car was coming to pick her up and bring her to the farmhouse his his sorry yeah, his yeah. cottage uh where she when she arrived there she said um he pulled her to one side and said i should have been an actor whoa so later uh, in the evening whoa. um and the thing is i think police could see you know cause see like the strange behavior she was clearly in in the sort of month from between when she actually admitted all of this and and was covering for jeremy you, you could see that the police were like, you know, 
you, she's not letting on everything. There's she something knows something going, going on because she was very. She looked almost a bit afraid. Well, you'd imagine if you were trying to cover something like this up, the weight of that on you, you would. You are going to act weird, aren't you? There's fucking five people are dead. Five people and two of them are kids. You're definitely going to act weird. You'd have to be really callous and cold to yeah. just carry on normally. So uh, she said that later that evening, um, she'd asked him whether he'd done it. Um, he said no, but that, that have, he had hired a friend to go and do it, uh, whom he named. Um, this man was apparently a plumber that the family had used in the past and a friend of Jeremy's. It's getting a bit, bit fucking convoluted yeah. now. So he said opinion. that he told his friend how he could enter the and leave the farmhouse undetected and that one of his instructions um, had been for the, the friend to telephone him from the farm on one of the phones in the house that had a memory redial facility so that if the police checked it, it would give him an alibi. Mm. Uh, everything had gone as planned, he said, except that Neville had put up a fight um, and that the friend had become angry and shot him seven times, which actually wasn't mm. true in the head. It wasn't sound, true. That seems a bit... He, he does, does, like there's that an assassin involved now. Well, did we just carry, we'll wait, we'll wait. So he told that uh, he had told that Sheila to lie down and shoot herself last. Um, Bamba said then he placed the Bible on a chest so it appeared to have... She had appeared to have killed herself in some religious so This is frenzy. what they're saying... This is not the ins- this is what they're saying actually. This happened. is what Julie Mungford sayings happened. Yeah, this is the account that Jeremy. Jer- this is what Jeremy had told her. This is fucked up. So man. the children were apparently shot in their sleep. He said, and Mungford said Bamba claimed to have paid this friend two thousand pounds to do this. So, however, this Too plumber, bad. when he was pulled in for questioning, had a rock solid alibi. Um, and Jeremy was released on bail. So they're thinking that Julie's made all this shit up because she's upset that he's broken up with her, basically. Um, it w- He was later um, re-arrested. Um, so basically what happened then is the police were like, fuck what, this is a fucking mess. Yes, it is. And uh, the... Did the chief, you know, the, the superintendent chief dude was like, we need to relook at this case. Uh, they took a vote, apparently, and were like, this one DCI who had, was like, oh, it's definitely a murder-suicide. Yeah. And then every other fucker were like, nah, this sounds like Jeremy. So they reopened the case. That's, <sighs> this is when they started doing more forensic on the house. They found the it's hacksaw. A lot bit, of it. A bit, it's a bit late. The, the evidence is fucked. Fucking burnt it all. So, um, clowns. So apparently he was rearrested though after they'd done this because they'd found this forced entry window. What was he doing when he's under under like questioning? Was he completely well, he was, sound? He's very. He seemed calm. He seemed calm. Calm, yeah. Hmm. Um. So evidence was uh, obviously after the evidence they found in around that window uh, that <coughs> to you know proves that some that someone could have Something forced entry. Happened, potentially, yeah. or it could have done. So yeah. the trial basically came down to because because the evidence was so shot, there was nothing real concrete. There was a real concrete evidence, uh, you know, like physical or you know um, forensic evidence. They because they'd fucked it up because they re- they cleaned they the scene. It. Yeah, um, the trial did really come down to Julie's word against Jeremy's. So they haven't got a fucking clue. And they haven't got a clue. All uh, and a jury of his peers uh, were to decide. On witness testimony, al- testimony alone, what? turns That's just out, personal turns out that um, you can I imagine think that. It, basically what it's what Julie said was 
okay, because when they told Julie that this this guy had a, a solid alibi, yeah, um, she was just like, well. He probably, he maybe he told me that to make it him seem less evil. That's what I thought. He did it, yeah. and making a friend seem like the the one that actually carried out that the was murders. My, that was my thoughts. Yeah. That this alibi didn't even exist. So that's what she her her, her the assassin wasn't her real. recollection of it is true, but what she's but only it, recollecting what Jeremy had told. It was her. a smokescreen. He'd not told her. He told her lies, basically. I told her that the plumber killed he, the two kids instead of me because that of sounds me. a bit less extreme. I, yeah, I don't, I don't seem like such a cunt for doing that. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, like but if it comes down to character, like questioning, or like his his character, that doesn't seem to me to be and, a and, solid and way. And the evidence they did have, like the fact that you know uh, Sheila, this part just did lots of it didn't make sense, didn't add up. You know, she had a very clean body. She wasn't covered in shit. She wasn't covered in powder. She wasn't covered in for someone who's reloaded a gun. There wasn't enough evidence on her, about her I to really. There was even, you know, if you're shooting people close range, you probably have blood on you from them. She only had her own blood on her body. There was only her own. So she didn't have any other forensics on her to to prove close range. Not like any like bruising on a wrist where where Neville had grabbed her. Yeah, no no sign of a struggle, no no injury. You think he would have inflicted... The amount of injury inflicted on him, you would think that there'd be some kind of injury in inflicted on her well unless he was just flailing around the kitchen knocking sugar over and pans could, I mean, and smashing yeah, shit up without be, being just be. just getting shot and going fuck and just smashing stuff up because he's just falling around yeah and he wasn't actually engaged in a battle it just looked like it because he was just yeah. getting shot to fuck so um like i say jury of his peers uh let me work, guess. to work on testimony with eyewitness testimony alone uh you know went to fight to figure out whether jeremy was actually guilty of the murders of his sister two nephews and his parents. Not guilty. So the jury found him guilty on um, the 18th of October by a majority of 10 to 2. Had one more juror supported him, he would not have been convicted. Um, Bamba was told by his trial judge uh, that he was warped and evil and added that he found it difficult to imagine anyone agreeing to release Bamba from jail in the future. So he did uh, it. Jeremy Bamber was sentenced to five life terms with the recommendation that he serve at least 25 years, I think, which was um, which was moved later to life. Well, it's so five years for each person then, isn't it? Well, it doesn't. It's sometimes. It's like like life in prison, you get four years in prison. It's yeah, like, what the and fuck? an Xbox. So um, he to- has been told by each Home Secretary since his conviction that he will never gain his freedom so he's, so through he's, parole. So they reckon he did it then? Yeah. They they charged him with it. That's that's what happened. Um, although Bamba, well, we never know because his his appeal. What was his a reaction? Lot. Was his when he got sent down? Did it say he was like "fuck you" and it's like crying, well, or was he just like shocked? Shocked, shocked yeah. Whoa. So although Bamba has always pleaded his innocence um, and has seen two appeals against his convictions rejected. Yeah, but you're going to appeal, aren't you? In July of 2001, apparently a team of police officers were given four months to complete fresh inquiries into the case. It was referred back, but they they destroyed all the blood samples. So it was referred back to the court for appeal by the Criminal Case Review Commission, which investigates possible miscarriages of justice. In 2002, Bamba angered his relatives when he offered a one million pound reward for any information that would quash his How conviction. How much money has he got in prison? A million was pound reward? He, well, he 
he is the sole executor yeah. of that estate still, I guess. A money-driven um, murder. In December 2002, he lost his appeal against his conviction and also lost the High Court case regarding a claim for £1.27 million of his grandmother's will that he thought he was entitled to. Fucking what? What? He still wants the money even though he's in prison. He's in, he's in prison and he ain't getting out. What the fuck are you going to use it for, mate? You so can't he, get out. You so can't buy your way out. Did it. I mean, it does sound like it. Uh, so and I, and so it so makes what, you wonder so if the what police hadn't... Without having known, because really, he was convicted only on... Well, that's what I'm saying. ...on Julie Mungford's word against his. My opinion on this is if they found him guilty in a court of law, then, then he probably did do it because... I mean, I know miscarriage of justice and all that, but... The fact that that crime scene, they, they burn everything on his yeah. request, yeah. right? And they well, they, they said, "What do you what do you want to do with all of the stuff?" And he was like, "Anything with blood on it, burn it." Yeah, that's weird. And they did. Yeah, but it because makes they you were wonder. they were definitely detectives going, "No, don't! What the fuck are you doing?" You should there be asking him what he wants to do in, in the, the investigation. Scene, you should be taking it with us and locking it in what, a box somewhere. Don't, trying to stop that because they once they ruled the um, the case as a murder suicide. They released the bodies for cremation yeah. and they were cremated. Yeah. So there was no more forensic gone. shit that could be done on them. They were gone. It'd be interesting. Like, I, And it, the, the poor, I think the guy, the, 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 the dude's, um, the boy's father was named Colin. That poor dude, man, because he, he supported Jeremy after the murders. Oh, no. And he was the one potentially who killed his fucking boys in cold blood well, whilst, they like slept, whilst they sucked their thumbs. Fucking hell. Yeah. Six-year-old boys. Bang, little, bang. Blonde, cute, blonde, blonde twins. Jesus. It'd be interesting, though, like, if they had the evidence. It but sounds the like thing, if they hadn't the cleaned the crime I, scene... That the only thing I can't figure out is how, how Julie died, whether... Because she sort of... Whether she was... Pl- like, although she wasn't... She wasn't frog-marked. Well, she had a black she eye, would, didn't he? She could punch no, her in the face. You said no, she had a black eye? No, he did. Neville, only person who had any physical oh, injuries yeah, course, beyond sorry. the shots were ne- was Neville. So, Julie... Sorry, Sheila. God, all the names are very confusing. Sheila, the the sister, was just found. She was found with two shots, so she might have been forced to shoot herself because he could have removed the silencers, laid her down, and forced her to shoot herself. Yeah, it's weird that we just never know. And she might have just resigned to doing it because she's just she she, she might have woken her up and said, "I've just killed your 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 mum, your dad, and your fucking two sons," and uh, marched her into their parents' bedroom and made her kill herself. Because apparently there was some like uh, in some of the appeals and stuff, there was some evidence that she had fresh blood, and it didn't quite sort of line up that you know that um, in the time that th- that the blood would have been fresh still when they found her at like seven in the morning. That it's, it inter- it's an interesting case, man. It's it an odd an one. I can't. I uh, my gut is that Jeremy did it. It, d- it sounds like it now. Yeah, it does sound like it. After you've gone through it at the beginning, I was. It, it, didn't sound like that to me, but no. obviously when you got into the second half and then the character witness, I mean, if he said the shit that he said he did to mm. his his missus and he was going to do this and then he was... But it wasn't just his missus, he was saying that he... acting weird and... Well, he was just acting like he was selling all his parents' antiques. He was getting as much... He was great, like he even sold his dad's like... Um, like, like belongings that you war keep. medals yeah. and things. No, 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 no. And it just didn't give a shit. He was selling everything, all the antiques, everything in the house. He was just going to cash as he could. Even his pornographic pictures from his, of you his know, sister. his sister to what? the tab- cause to the tabloids. You know, because uh, I think I think what happened was that he did like a. They had um, he'd gone to the to the press and 
said, oh, I want this much money for these pictures. And instead of doing that, they just printed a a, a story about him saying he was trying to that sell does, out that kind does, of stuff. Yeah, that does sound because like they didn't the have to pay of, a, for that. of a psycho. Because if that just happened to you, and that, and put yourself in that position, that happened to your family. Like, so what, your sister did softcore porn stuff it doesn't mm. who cares she can do what she likes it's not hurting anyone he would go why would you deliberately put yourself in the limelight yeah. and, and try and make yeah, money and off would, that he's going be, on loads of holidays and <coughs> money you know cash. money cash and just like living the high life and not really is showing he dead? much is he dead now is no he he's still in prison I think fucking good yeah, I think 2002 lost his last appeal sounds like it then oh, um, I'm, I'm down with that it sounds mm, yeah I, do, I feel my gut is that Jeremy did it sounds like it but it's there's still stuff that doesn't quite add up like that random phone call the you know how how did her how did how did Sheila fit into the because she shot herself like how did that happen like I just but would love to she? have been a fly on the wall did she well yeah you because of the, people of the like angle of the worst case of suicide I've ever seen people can mm. make it look like you've like you shot yourself in the back of the head because I remember <laughs> when they were showing I mean obviously you know looking at stuff they'd like show the the her with the gun and it just didn't look like she you know because you'd imagine if you shot yourself it's awkward I would imagine I suppose you could have if you sat up, sat up you could fall back and your hands could like lay funny but it just didn't look like it just did look literally like she'd been placed yeah, if you've been shooting people in the head and they weren't dying you would be very apprehensive yeah. about putting a gun to your head and pulling the trigger if you know that you just shot someone in the head like three times but also the silencer is weird like she wouldn't why would she have gone to the cupboard put it in the cupboard come back upstairs just doesn't seem like the kind of action of someone who has just killed her family in some mad rampage mad psychotic rampage which is, is what the story it's just what it is it sounds like the it mi- seemed, that seems more like cool and calm and collected kind of actions yeah, it's, it sounds like it's been solved and it probably is what it is mm. at, but there are unfortunately it's just some big puzzle pieces missing apparently julie uh started a new life moved to canada no shit had another family heard of apparently cash. also colin started life and had another family did he mm. moved on moved on Hey ho, good than that. I enjoyed that. That I thought that was a really interesting. So I'm going to find yeah. more mis- murder mysteries, Miss Marple type shit because I, I find really them. Didn't know where I to find go them really it. interested. I was like, what, why is this going? Is it that? Because I thought that he was going to be found not guilty and still be out, and you were going to say, what? What do you think? But no. now that he's been done, I mean, if he's done, he's done. Yeah, but the the jury, although found him guilty, uh, it was close. Because not all of them agreed. Because it's there's no solid evidence. It's just no, like, there's no this like solid dick. forensic evidence. It's just her word against his. Yeah. And you know she, that that was why we were saying about the checkbook and stuff. Because they were obviously the the mm. the um the the lawyers his his people were trying to dishon you know make her look dishonourable as a person because that's what they do, don't they? They trash her the case, character, trash trust her character her. in front of the um yeah. But of course, it wasn't just. It was, you know, it, like, they had lots of people test, you know, give testimony. It wasn't just her, uh, Colin, the 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 father of the boys, uh, pe- people, secretaries, people who worked for the farm, who could corroborate that. Uh, even that there was a guy that worked on the the caravan park said that he used it, you know, as his own personal like drug. You know, he, he was he because there was a whole thing around drugs and Sheila, and and apparently it was like, well, it's Sheila did take drugs, but he was the one who would supply it, that kind of stuff. So he clearly wasn't a very honest guy. Doesn't sound like anyone was being particularly honest in this situation. <laughs> well, maybe, well, except for the f- the people who got deaded and didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, I suppose the poor boys that just you'll never know. Did, did you know? Yeah, sad. Cause apparently, because Colin was like, "Well, why my boys? Like, uh, 
you know, if you didn't like your parents, but what what did my boys ever do? He was like, they're you're better. He apparently he that he said to Julie that he that Colin was better off without what? them. What? Because they were disturbed. Because they were disturbed. Yeah. I'll just dispatch these ones, mate. They're broke. Don't you, worry about it. Your them. life will be better without them. That's oh, what he was said. He's that's god then, isn't he? He's just deciding break. who lives and dies. That's, that's that. That was an interesting one. I did like that. Yeah, it was good. That more was murder mysteries, please. I'm going to do more murder mysteries. I'm going to turn to the new uh, Midsummer Murders. <laughs> and this is very Midsummer Murders. It's like actually Midsummer. Hannah Marple. And it's in the town, the country town. If yeah. anyone doesn't know what that is, it's like a random TV program over here. No, they know, they know what that is. Midsummer is like a town. It's apparently like you don't want to live there because everyone gets murdered apparently in that town. There's a fucking killing each week. <laughs> every, every week someone dies. So that's it. That's all I got for you this week. Should we do some social media? Yes. Oh yeah, actually that's a good idea. It is usually what we do at the end. <laughs> uh, El Yucateco, go check them out. Do all the stuff. Use code Robots Rise. Check out if you want to buy anything from their shop. I mean, you can only buy stuff in America from their shop, but if you do that, then use code Robots Rise because you get ten percent off. Or Mex Grocer. No, that's Mex Grocer. You don't get ten percent yeah. off though. You just you can go to Mex Grocer in the UK. Um, which is the cheapest way and, of buying El Yucateco in the UK. And Teco but do if like you do, um, if you do um, uh, want to buy some other Amazon, you always get on Amazon. But Teco also do. Get the sauce anyway. Go and follow them on their social media because they do like uh, competition drops where they give away like barbecues and fucking grills and they're, shit they're like that. They're big giveaways and yeah, things. So yeah. check out their website if you are in the US. Do check their oh, website. Oh, that's US so people. Yeah, do check their website and social medias because they do do some like cool giveaways which you can win pretty fucking banging stuff, man. Mm. Um, also, Retrovague, our friends at Retrovague, give you 10% off. Quiet there. <laughs> Retrovague, our Retro friends Vague. at Retrovague. <laughs> our friends at Retrovague give you 10% off your order if you yeah, buy man. anything with Code Robots. Can um, buy yourself a, a Johnny Five mug. Yeah, or, or which? Oh no, you haven't got it. You looked at your mug then to see if that was the one. No, I knew it wasn't. I you, thought it was robots one. Yep. Um, and yeah, just give them some love on their socials. Um, give us some love on our socials. Check us out across the board. Go and uh, go and follow the puffs. Bring back Barton's puff, Burton's puffs. Yeah. Facebook group. We can if we can get them up to ten thousand people, then uh, that'd be fucking wicked. We then can get some puffs back. we can get some puffs made, maybe. <laughs> 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 that sounds really dodgy, doesn't it? No, sounds great. And. I don't, is there anything else? Nah, I think us, that's everything. Check us, check us out. If you want to look at us, our, our own random Facebooks, no, Instagrams, it's Hannah does and uh, Thomas Booth. Yeah. Is that right? Yes, it is indeed. And then Rob, who never goes on there. So Rob never goes on that. I wouldn't worry no. about that. <laughs> All right then, everyone. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. See you next week, slags. Bye. <laughs>